we are live. Hey, Concrete. Hey, Danny girl. What's up with you? Honey, it's the holidays, boo. What's up? Merry Christmas. I have a little more pep in my voice because it's almost Christmas. I know. I woke up like a little kid yesterday. Because I'm like, oh, shit. Oh, shit. It's Christmas. And I'm excited and happy. And yeah, it's exciting. Mm -hmm. It's exciting. Um, Go ahead. I'm sorry. Okay, go ahead. No, no, go ahead. Can you hear me fine? First off? Yes, I can hear you just fine. Okay, good. Because, you know, I'll be playing with the volume. But um, I was going to ask how how your week has been. Honey, uh, I've been up since about 445 this morning. And so I am running on fumes right now, but all my Christmas shopping is done. Um, Now, it it has not been one present wrapped. And so, um, child, I really don't even know what to tell people. I just really want to slap a bow on some boxes and say, hey, (laughs) go for it. And then, you know, when you go Christmas shopping, you may not get all the necessary tools. So I don't have Mm -hmm. things to put the gifts in. And so I'm like, damn, am I going to be using Nike shoe boxes on their ass? <laughs> Listen, you got to make it do what it do, even if that yes. means you improvising. Yes. So I'm like, uh, people will be thinking again, some Air Max honey. No, it'll be a candle in time. <laughs> I think that that's funny when people do that. So I, like, I'm now I'm tempted to find some shoe boxes and do that to my daughters. Girl, um, I'm like, uh, bruh. Then let me tell you, let me send a very special shout out. Hey, Solomon. And if you're listening, uh, log off. Uh, please log off. But hey, Pooh, I love you. Merry Christmas. <laughs> Child. Hey, daddy, if you if you listening, you're supposed to be logged off too. So go ahead. Uh, <laughs> Keep daddy off too. Um, the funny thing is, I never wrap gifts until um, Christmas night, and I don't know why I do that to myself because I'm usually like up to the wee hours of the morning wrapping for several hours. And I used to do it because you know I wanted to wait until my kids went to sleep, but my kids don't live here, so I don't know <laughs> why I haven't started wrapping gifts. I have no excuse, but. I am starting the process to at least sort everything out. And then I'll probably start early tomorrow because I have all my shopping done. I have to go get a few more things to cook for Christmas um, dinner uh, on Christmas Day. But other than that, I'm, I'm done. Okay. Shout out to Tiffany. Tiffany says she don't buy gifts. She gives cash. Honey, uh, I'm, I'm looking for a stimulus, honey. Uh, <laughs> I still wouldn't give cash. <laughs> Baby, I don't know what you're going to be able to uh, get with those little few coins, but I tried giving my daughter's cash and they wouldn't go for it. They're like, no, we know we'll get more gifts if you if you buy them as opposed to you give. I was like, I want to give both of them five hundred dollars. Who's going to pass up five hundred dollars? But they both uh, if they know you're going to spend a thousand, I would pass <sighs> up. Shoot. This is the last that. year. This is the last year for real. For yeah, real, for sure. Real. So what you, uh, did you get Bae's gift? Yes. Um, I got his gift, uh, a few weeks ago, right after his birthday was December 1st. So right after 
his birthday, he actually had a request for a specific gift. So I got his gift and then I got him some other stuff because I'm like, you can't just open one gift. So I got Wait some other stuff to wrap for him too and put under the tree. So you ain't giving WAP as a gift? <laughs> um, no, because, because I want an actual tangible gift um, to be given to me. So I, I um, which he, I, I ordered some stuff for myself, but he told me I have to wait until Christmas before I can open the boxes. But um, no, I don't play that. Oh. Oh, uh, that's what you was doing? Oh, my bad. Wait, hold <laughs> oh. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry, wait, I mean, yeah, that's a good gift idea. <laughs> Listen, that's a blessing. Any man should be thankful for that. What is a gift? I wonder how many men in the chat would be okay with receiving that as a gift. Would you would you be okay with, with that? Is that cool, fellas? <laughs> Listen. I see men complaining about not wanting that as a gift on Valentine's Day. So I know on Christmas, they want them PS5s, baby. Girl, I don't know why they talking about some negatory. Um, <laughs> <sir. laughs> Bro, Carla said, uh-uh, uh-uh, uh-uh. <laughs> oh, well, is the gift that keeps on giving? I don't know what you <laughs> <laughs> Wait, it's the gift that keeps on giving. <laughs> this is true. <laughs> this is Shut true. Up. This man said, that he said as a single man, WAP is a good gift. See, see, see man, that. Man, man. Man. <laughs> <laughs> oh gosh. This man said no WAP and no socks. Maybe WAP and socks is uh it matches. I'm trying to tell you. That's two things that you need. I mean, every man needs it. That's a good gift. Sure. Facts. Um, what is the gift? So I don't know what these men talking about. Honey, tripping over here, tripping mm. hard, uh, and knowing they would be so thankful and uh, excited. So, <laughs> mm. melody. Um. Melody asking, am I giving him what? Hell yeah, shit. <laughs> you, he said negative, baby. He said, uh-uh, uh-uh, uh-uh. Don't you dare. If you want me to put a bow on it, honey, I'll put a bow on it. I'm not tripping. <laughs> <laughs> you know what? How I kind of you? a bow on it, honey. I'm going to make it How special. How kind of you? Yes, honey. Well, um, what else is going on? I know it was something I wanted to ask you about. Did you see um, the good sis Gabby Sidibe going in on women in her man DMs? Girl, did I? <laughs> Gabby said it would be Gabby the said, I was like, oh, whoa. Gabby said, y'all about to catch these hands trying to get with her, uh, her, her, her white milk chocolate. You know, don't, don't try her. She said, back up. Back Maybe. up off of it. Maybe <laughs> if if anybody, well, I don't think anybody had any real problem with thinking that Gabby was uh black, but the nigga came out in her when she Man, was talking. I was like, oh, she went from mm -hmm. oh my god to like <laughs> period. Yeah. I was like, oh, 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 
Yes, she did. She said, ain't no haps. Mm -mm. That's my white king. Y'all better back up. Back Baby, up off of it. I was she lying. She said she put somebody in a full body cast. You hear me? She a full body cast. Yes. That's what she said. Now I, I was yes. like, oh, Gabby. Listen, y'all better think twice about um getting in her in the White King's DMs because Gabby yeah. is not playing. Gab said no, ma'am. Uh, she ain't coming no, twice. Ma'am. So not come to play. I don't blame her because listen, I I would have the same response if somebody was in my fiance DM. So go ahead, Gabby. I feel you. You would you would you would be like that if a chick hopped up in Ma your listen. Oh, listen. Oh, look I'm at that Gemini. Oh, look at that Gemini. <laughs> listen, I am not playing with it. The thing is, I wouldn't have to because he would like you know, he would shut it down himself. Like that's that's the one good thing about it. However, I don't have no problem letting him know, sis. This ain't what you want now. Oh, come This ain't what you want. So would you fight? Listen, I got Ooh, my Vaseline right here on the dresser. Oh, I got my yes, and plenty of gym shoes to slip on. Well, oh. What's up? Oh wow! <laughs> I didn't think. Oh no, I ain't gonna even sit up here in front and say I ain't think you had it in you, child. I, I'm, I'm not going to. You know I'm what? That's what behind the scenes. You're the only one that's supposed to know that. Mm. Um. Okay, if somebody was in bro curling uh, DMs, you 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 ain't gonna um. Pull your earrings out. Pull I your mean, hair up I mean, bitches then got slapped for less, so <laughs> <laughs> you know. <laughs> you for less. Listen, y'all better less. <laughs> I, I'm not. Hey, you cutting up? Oh, you, I mean, for less, like much you less. Are, um, you are cutting up. Listen, you know, I'm, you I'm, have I'm something working. valuable. You better, you better do what you got to do. Cause it, like they always talking about black women don't compete. It's these women. I'm gonna tell you something. Women pay attention to a man who's good to his woman. Women find that attractive and endearing. And as opposed to go out here in these streets and trying to find their own, they are trying to slide on yours. I'm trying to tell you. Uh, not mine. But, uh... <laughs> but, but I'm just saying. Look, listen. Listen, hmm. you see what they're doing to Gabby soon as that soon as he popped the question, they they all up in that man DMs. You and ever heard what did the woman say? I can show you what some good PUSSY is like uh, is like who, who, who wait what she tried it. Gabby you ever heard, right. You ever heard this song called Pop 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 Goes My Nine? Mm. <laughs> That must be the sip version. <laughs> Baby, I'm not going to play with these hoes. Listen, I'm trying to tell you. you know, that, that's really, really true, though. And, mm -hmm. and it's like, um, especially if a man is getting a regular amount of uh, sex, they mm -hmm. it's almost like they have a, 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 a glow or something about them. And, you know, mm -hmm. um, I think people glow differently when they're in happy relationships. And you oh, have yeah. who 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 can they can sense it, smell it, spot it, honey. They'll be mm. on your man like it ain't nothing. Like, oh, he oh, treats yeah. her good. I wonder if he'll do the same thing for me. Listen, mm. I'm trying to tell you. Look, I'm trying to tell you. It's, it's hard out 
here in these streets. I hear women, single women complain all the time about how tough it is, like dating sucks and how hard it is to find a good one. You think that they're not going to be willing to creep up on your man? And I'm hearing a lot of women say they fall, but they um, subscribe to that mindset that you're single unless you're married. And you know, even if you're married, black women, that's it. Still, still, still. Uh, honey, never mind. Mm-hmm. I, I ain't gonna get off into it too bad, but uh, <laughs> <laughs> honey, if I touch mm-hmm. it, it's fine. Don't touch my. I shirt. heard that. That's I heard all. that. Yeah. Yeah. Listen, mm. I heard that. Mm. I'm mm. right there with you. We we here together. But um, aside from that, about this topic, ma'am. Oh, is it Or is she just pretty in the room? Is it colorism? Dark-skinned girl, dark-skinned girl. Mm. Listen, all I want is a dark-skinned girl. (laughs) You better ask D. Darrell, baby. Hey, shout out to D. Darrell, honey. For sure. Um, that's what we don't discuss though. We don't get down to it. We we we've talked a bit about colorism. We talked about it on our last show when we had the lovely Jessica X on. Um, yes. shout out to but her. The question came up because black men seem to think that it's a farce that colorism doesn't really exist. So we were thinking, maybe what if it doesn't exist? Maybe maybe she just put your name. Um, shout outs to Melody for the super chat. She says, like the stream, please. And thank you guys. And thank you thank so you, much. Melody. Thank you, Melody. You, you are so do it. wonderful. You thank you, sweetheart. Phone sex operator voice. Huh? I said they want to hear the phone sex operator voice. Girl, that's how I be talking just in general. You know, I have to give them, give them the stick ass voice when I come online because uh, you, know, you can't give them too much uh, too soon. You know, they don't know how to act over here. Yeah. So, you know, I know it. Um, shout out to D Mac the trucker. He says, I always been team red bones all my like. I'm just saying. <laughs> Never mind, I ain't gonna get into this dark skin, light skin queen shit. So about this question though, like how does one determine if it's colorism or maybe she's just prettier than me? How does one determine? How do you go about determining that? You know what? That is an Excellent, excellent question, because that's exactly what I've been trying to figure out. Is it more on a collective level or is it an individual level? Um, Most chicks that I've asked about colorism, have they ever experienced colorism, any of the sort? Most of them say, well, not not like that, but, you know, I I know some people or it's kind of like I don't know a lot of chicks that can actually say that it's actual colorism on mm. a individual basis but i do hear women say it on a collective level that you know black women experience colorism but i've noticed when i've asked individual women um it, it, it hasn't been colorism i have not heard one say that it's been colorism so i've always wondered is it an individual thing now I, I've explained the situation about my granny grand and shout out mm-hmm. to her God rest her soul. Mm-hmm. Um, that was the whole, that was the only type of colorism that I would say that I've experienced that was kind of blatant and in your face. But mm-hmm. 
outside of that, and for those who don't know, my green and grand used to hide or put all the dark skinned people's um, pictures in the back of her house. All light skinned people with pretty eyes, they would go in the front of the house. And, you know, my mama was just going to move the damn photos to the front of the house. We would have all our shit in the front, too. And we, my mama went as far as to move the light-skinned people stuff to the back of the house. So, in that sense, I would say that's probably one of the only aspects that I've experienced colorism in. Now, there was one incident when I went out like a little child back in the 20s. Mm -hmm. And, um, you know, I thought it was a girl that I was hanging out with and I thought I looked better than her, but mm. she was light skinned she, and she wasn't an ugly girl. She was she just was a, little, a red bone, but she was just a little bummy. You know what I'm saying? Mm. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. I got you. And so I'm sitting there. You could be bummy if you're a red bone though, but go ahead. Ooh, ooh, child. <laughs> I'm, I'm just saying. Mm. But yeah, she was a little mummy, and I was like, I know I'm flyer than her, so why would you choose her over me? But I didn't think of it as being a colorism thing um, because I never lacked attention. And so, you know, I thought about it like if I had if I had a lacked attention from men or men didn't come on to me or men didn't make me feel like I was attractive. I, I'm not even going to say that I would have still attributed that to colorism, but mm -hmm. then let me ask you a question too, because I thought about this. Um, do you think that it's a maintenance thing? Well, let me say this first off. Um, I have not really overtly experienced colorism, definitely not as it relates to dating. I mean, if somebody wasn't checking for me because I'm dark skinned, they just kept it to themselves. I, I, I didn't know about it. Um, however, I, I talked about something when we talked to Jessica um, or on our last show and uh, I just kind of, it was kind of like I had an epiphany that related to colorism and me seeing it in my childhood. And that was seeing other people, other women, because the men in the space like to attribute colorism or uh, black women to the ones that are, um, you know, pushing colorism and the ones that are engaging in colorist actions. Um, I saw women like, you know, want to play and light, light skinned or, you know, pretty, with, uh, light, lighter women or young girls with pretty curl pattern, like want to play in their hair. Or I had a, I have an aunt who favored like light skinned little girls over, you know, the dark skinned kids. Uh, yeah. You know, if there was a light skinned little girl, she wanted to take her and uh, go with her. She would take her shopping. Like this is an aunt that has like a lot of money. So she would kind of, you know, kind of take them on a shopping spree or she'd be like, you know, you should let her, you know, come with me out of town for a few weeks and, you know, go to my house. Oh, I would love to keep her like, you know, she kind of had an affinity towards lighter skin little girls. So that was yeah, really you bring one. about some you bring up something really, really, really interesting, because mm -hmm. now what I will say that I do notice. Um, and I've always kind of noticed this at school too. Okay. So if you generally have a little biracial girl and I'm, you know, I'm talking about like grade school or whatever, she's light skin, long curly hair, whatever, whatever. Um, I do notice that they treat certain children better. 
But Ooh, the teachers? Yes, yes. And I'll give an example, a prime oh. example of my own son. Now, when my son was a little baby, um, initially we didn't cut Solomon's hair. Initially. Um, so every time I would go to daycare, and Solomon is a cute little boy, I must say so myself. He is a really, really handsome child. He was a good looking baby. I, I really have to say. But it was just interesting. Like every time I went to the school, he was always in somebody's lap or whatever. And I, I you know, I had to actually get on the teachers. Like, look, first of all, he's not the only child in the class. So, mm -hmm. but every time I come to pick him up, he's always in somebody's lap. He's already of lighter complexion. Um, being that he's of lighter complexion, they already have like, um, they get, confused it's gonna they're gonna be soft and less masculine and shit like that they're treated better right. or whatever whatever and so you know I was like put his ass down he a boy uh -oh. um no ma'am because y'all coddling him every time he cries somebody's picking him up whatever whatever and it was just I I I like every time I came to the school and like I said it was other kids there but to go back to my original point because I kind of skipped over mm -hmm. that um with little girls being in school, I, I did notice that light skinned girls were more um, were treated a little bit differently when they were light skinned and, or biracial um, with long hair. You know, um, yeah, um, Mafa, let me, let me read this from Black Wizard. He says, shout, shout out to Black Wizard. He says, my wife went out for, for a part in a small comedy film. The main part was between her and a biracial woman. She was more funny by their own admission, but they chose her because she fit the look they wanted. Now, mm -hmm. I would say that that's a form of colorism. Um, or you see Hollywood parts that ask for like the dark skin ghetto girl, whatever, whatever. Yep. I, I, you know, I, I thought I, I, I do think it does exist, but um, I'm not sure if it exists to a certain degree on the mating and dating scale to a certain degree. Um, well, I, I think that um, we, we've essentially had men in this space admit that colorism exists, but they say that black women are the ones that perpetuate it. In mm. addition to that, when they say that the majority of black people, black women are um brown to dark skin that, you know, it's rare to have, you know, someone that's lighter skin. So um, that is, you know, as a result, a lot of men tend to be attracted to these lighter, fair skinned women. They've essentially admitted that there, there might be some form of colorism practice, but it's essentially perpetuated by black women. Now, um, I'll let you read the super chat. And then I wanted to say something as it relates to dating and mating. Okay, shout out to Jack Spade. He says, OMG, are we at this again? Dark skin, paper bag tan, lights zizzle, and so bright can pass for white. Are y'all touched with the sickness? Two snaps and the Holy Ghost. Mm. Thank you so I guess much. He read, I guess he read us. Um, mm. <laughs> thank you, Jack. You know what? <laughs> But um, listen, he just talking to us like that because we dark skin. I already know what Ooh, it is. That's what but, it is, girl. Listen, as it relates to dating and mating. So first off, I, I mean, like regarding this topic, I do believe that first off, I think beauty is subjective. 
um, we, we like everybody can agree on the fact that someone is attractive, but how attractive will vary depending upon the person that you speak to. For example, I do not think I do not think that Shamar Moore is attractive. I definitely don't think that The Rock is attractive. They may be attractive men, but they are not what I would. Cons- I'm not attracted to them. Um, so I think that I you know. Probably agree. Yeah, like, you know, I'm just not attracted to them. Now, Kofi Sarabi or, you know, I think Idris Elba is attractive, but I think that there are going to be some um, varying degrees of how attractive he might be, depending upon the person that you might ask. So, for example, as it relates to the topic, some women are, you know, attractive in their own right, but maybe the guy that you're attracted to find someone else more attractive than you, or maybe there's something about her. Maybe he likes, you know, big butts or big breasts and, you know, you have small breasts. There could be whatever it is about her um, that he's digging more than he's digging you, or maybe she's just strictly his preference, or he might find her prettier than you. And it has nothing to do with, you know, uh, the fact that she's lighter, that he finds her more attractive than you. Despite if y'all were the same skin tone, you know, he might be more attracted to her features. Right. Let me read these super chats. Um, shout out to Pete nicely. He says there's that's also the reason why Rosa Parks was chosen as the face of the civil rights movement. Um, Pete nice nicely, Good that point. is an excellent point. Um, that's exactly why she was chose because they did it was a darker skin, a dark woman um who had a baby out of wedlock. Um, that they didn't choose to be the face of the movement because she had a baby out of wedlock mm. and Rosa Parks was a lighter skinned woman. Um, and I'm going to get off into uh, lighter people saying that lighter people um, seem less threatening. Um, shout out to DMAC the trucker. He says men don't care about colorism. The middle of the kitty cat is the same color. Oh, oh, oh. <laughs> Maybe okay. Well, I can not. And uh, I will thank not. you for the super chat. Um, shout out to the golden eight X. Okay, I, 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 guess. I was trying to say like the golden right. eight, the golden gates. <laughs> that, that's interesting. Okay, shout out to her. She says, as a lighter complected black woman, I would never dismiss colorism, but mm. I wish we had more solution based discussions and acknowledge some hypocrisies. Mm. Um, hopefully, we we do it today. Hopefully, we do it today. Uh, yeah. um, I think it's a, a good discussion to. Uh, we thought it was a would be a good discussion to have. Um, shout out to Black Wizard. He says, I don't think it matters who perpetuates it. I'm not sure what awareness of this topic is meant to accomplish. If light-skinned women are chosen more, what's supposed to be the solution to that? Mm. Um, well, black wizard. To, to um, me. Well, to me. if you look at the title, though, the solution is maybe just you facing the reality that she might be prettier than you. And that's okay. There, there's absolutely nothing wrong with that. She might be more attractive than you. Or he might be more attracted to her than he is to you. And that is okay. Well, let me ask you this. Um, Okay. So do you think women fairly rank themselves when they get amongst other women? Because this is what I've noticed. 
Um, you can have a friend that's not really that attractive, but what we do tend to focus on as women is the good traits about a person. Um, your friend may not be pretty in the face, but she might have a nice body. And you mm -hmm. say, well, girl, yeah, you do. You did that. Your outfit is so fly, girl. You look so good. Oh, honey, you pretty. Da -da 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 -da. Do you think that we kind of unrank, like rate ourselves uh, the best way? Did I say that right? Well, okay. So you brought up two different things. So okay. one, um, I think that women are more apt to be honest if there are men present, like, cause they know basically how they're rated amongst men. I think mm -hmm. amongst a group of women, they're not likely to be as honest as they would be if there are men present. But I think that women like girlfriends um, lie to their friends all the time. A girlfriend will try to protect your feelings. So she may lie and say, girl, you look good in that dress. Or she may be like, girl, you are so beautiful. Don't ignore. And she may be, it, 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 it may be true that you're beautiful, but maybe she's talking about your character. She's, she has a biased opinion of your looks. So her saying, you are such a beautiful person. It could be that, you know, you're giving, you're kind. And, you know, she could be talking about your 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 value as a person, but not necessarily basing it strictly on your physical appearance. Um, AJ but says, question, do black men suffer from colorism too? Now, I have heard so many men yes. bring up this light skin shit in the 80s. Um, honey, it does not apply mm -hmm. anymore. When dark skinned men weren't in style, you talking about? Yeah, at one point, but mm -hmm. nowadays, like I, in my opinion, and this is my opinion, I think that darker men are the preferred man, but, mm -hmm. but, but, um, I, I don't think men suffer from colorism in the same way that women might suffer from colorism. And mm -hmm. I think men probably would suffer from it as it, I don't know. I, I, yeah, I, I just don't see it. I, I don't see it. I, I, I think that men suffer from colorism in a different way. So I think that women focus on colorism as it relates to dating and mating. Uh, first of all, we're women. We're we're wired to mate. Um, you know, generally speaking, uh, before we moved moved into such a non traditional phase, um, you know, we were wired to you know procreate. Um, as a result, it bothers us if we're not picked, if we're overlooked, if we're not yes. seen as the best option. So we focus on it as it relates to dating and mating, but black men do absolutely um, are impacted by colorism too. Black men are seen as you talked a little bit about go about the aggressive nature being attached yes. to dark skin black males. I've seen it myself in corporate America, whereas a, a, especially a large dark skin man, like you know a six foot tall, like you're seen as threatening. You know, they might be more apt excuse me, more apt to go with a lighter skin male who, you know, doesn't seem as threatening, who um, maybe has like a finer grade of hair as opposed to someone darker skin. It impacts um, black men more systemically. Um, not necessarily, not, I wouldn't say more, but I think that the primary way in which it impacts black men would be systemically. The primary focus for black women is as it relates to date colorism, as it relates to dating and mating. Um, shout out to DMAC the trucker again. He says, sounds like the way y'all describing colorism is competing for men. Is that fair to say? DMAC, 
Um, that's exactly what I want to get down to. Um, because you do have women that are unwilling, excuse me, that are not willing to compete. So mm. I, I think that's mm. a really, really good point because I do want to kind of talk about that too. Um, there was another comment that I wanted to highlight. Where is it? I want to know what while you're looking for that, once you're done, I want to know if you think dark. Oh, okay. Go ahead. First, I'll let you answer that because I wanted to kind of have a little dialogue around that. Um, but okay. you can first. Uh, he says, Sister George, please explain why you say dark men are preferred. Um, I would, and this is my opinion. This is not fact. Uh, there's no scientific studies done on this. This is just what I've observed in my own observations. I would say that black, dark skinned black men has always been the face of masculinity. Um, even back in the slave days when they were trying to uh, make black men submit and they were whooping them, I think the darker ones probably had it a bit rougher. But mm -hmm. um, I would say that dark skinned, tall black men are seen as the face of masculinity, strong um, body type um, and a certain type of aggression that uh, Ooh, yeah. dark men might have to themselves. Then I'm not saying that dark skinned men can't be soft or whatever, whatever have you. Or that all light or light skinned men can't be masculine. Exactly. I'm just like. saying, um, typically, I, I, I think that um, dark skinned men are the prototype um, for what a lot, a lot of women want. Um, yeah. Like tall, dark and handsome, tall, mm -hmm. dark, and handsome. I don't generally hear women tall, light, and you know, <laughs> never yeah. mind. But, but you're, you're on to something about that. Black men, dark skinned men are looked at as more masculine. They are more seen as, and this is part, part of what the media has portrayed them as, more assertive, more aggressive and, you know, scary. But women are attracted to that. Like, first of all, if you're more assertive, more aggressive, I'm going to feel more protected with you. Um, yes. In addition, they find us all get out like they're chiseled like black gods who wouldn't want. I mean, OK. Oh, oh, no, Why go, go ahead. Give him for Christmas. Oh, shout out to Jack Spade. <laughs> uh, Jack Spade says, Sis G and C Rose, I like my women dark to where the shower water glisten all oh, oh. their body. Okay. But you two are already spoken for and too young for me, 50 and over only. Baby, I, I know a woman I could hook you up with. She makes six figures. Okay, and good. Average your best plushy dog. Um, shout out. To <laughs> I'm not dealing with yeah, you. Too. Um, shout out to Pete nicely. He says men suffer from colorism when it comes yep. to treatment by authority figures, for example, teachers and law enforcement. Yep. Um, that's a great point, Pete nicely. That is a great, great yep. point. Um, as what well we as are, employers. Yes. Yes. Mm -hmm. What we're going to do, I want you to get into your point, but we're going to on go on, get this thing opened on. Yeah, let's open. go ahead and open it. All night up and we're having thing. an open panel. So tonight it, it's the it's the it's our show before the holiday. So tonight we will be doing an open panel for any ladies who do not want to come up and engage with the men, but you have something to say on the topic. We will give you all the opportunity to say it during closing remarks uninterrupted. Uh, we'll let you go last so that, you know, you're not going back and forth with the men, but you'll have some um, airtime at the end of the show. Yes. Um, 
So the link has been dropped. I'll drop it again for you guys, just in case anybody wants to come up. And I wanted to ask, so I want to touch on this because I think that you talked about it a bit ago and we didn't get a chance to touch on it. And I just talked about it briefly in, in my commentary. But what, what, where, where is this coming from, this notion that darker skinned women are more aggressive? Um, where does that come from? And, you know, I know you there was something specific that you wanted to say about that, uh, you know, crazy idea that dark women are, are, are you know, more aggressive. Well, it, it's it's like okay, um, you you go through the households, and if it's households full of dark children, um, the girls are generally generally not babied a whole lot and treated like light skinned counterparts, and I know that's probably gonna uh, hit a hit a hit a nerve to a couple of people, but it's just things that I've noticed, and you know, I'm 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 just going off of what I've seen. Um, the little girls are kind of taught to be tougher. I'll give you a prime example. There was a guy named Papiando, right? Papiando had a dark skin, older daughter, um, a, and a biracial daughter that he had with an Hispanic woman. First, he had two baby mamas, I guess. Um, one was dark skin and the other child was biracial. When he dealt with the dark-skinned child, he treated her really, really roughly, um, almost like he would treat a little boy. Now, I'm not going to say he didn't love his child or any any of the sorts, but what I noticed with the light-skinned daughter, he babied her. He treated her like a little girl. It wasn't like he was trying to toughen her up. But it was like he was more endearing to this uh, younger girl. But then... I, you, you know, you can't really, you can't really say, but if, from my observation, from my observation. So you agree that dark skinned women are, are more aggressive than light skinned women? Oh, no, no, no. I'm not oh. saying that. Oh, okay, okay. I'm not saying that shit at all. Don't, don't put me in no trick bag concrete. Don't start I this. I thought that's what you were saying. I thought you were giving an example of why. Uh, well, I, I'm, I'm thinking that's some of the reasons why, but I'm not necessarily going to say that people didn't love their dark skinned children and didn't treat their dark skinned children. Right. But I have noticed that dark skinned children growing up in families, I have noticed that you do have some dark skinned children that's treated more different than light skinned children. And, and, and it's just what it is. Um, and especially if the child is biracial with, um, uh, 3C hair, 3A hair. Mm -hmm. uh, you know, yeah. I, it's just stuff that I've noticed. You know, I. Well, hey. I want to say this really quickly. So I was having a conversation with my fiance and we were talking about colorism. And he agrees that, you know, colorism does exist. Um, but we talked about the fact that, you know, light skinned people are not, um, it's not their fault that colorism exists. Colorism dates back to, you know, plantation. Um, lighter skinned people received preferential treatment, but that was not their fault. And as a result, and this is a part of colorism that we don't talk about, a lot of dark skinned people take it out on take out this notion of colorism on light skinned people as if mm. it's their fault that they were born with lighter, fairer skin and that, you know, there as a result, there are some benefits that they're given. And it's completely unfair. And we talked about the fact that it would be like you having two children and one child is your favorite. And it's completely obvious. 
And, uh, you know, by favoring this child, you're essentially pitting the, the siblings against one another. And then that other sibling will grow up to hate the, uh, si you know, their sibling, even though it's no fault of their own that they were given preferential treatment. And I thought about it like, wow, that is a part of colorism that we don't talk about that dark skinned people who believe in this notion of colorism. Sometimes they take it out on the lighter, fairer skinned um, people in our society, black people, and it's not their fault. And so I don't think that dark skinned women are more aggressive. And I don't think they have worse attitudes. I'm going to tell you, I have some light skinned friends and they got horrible attitudes. Um, some well, of them. Um, shout out to Kit Clouds. Uh, he does bring about a good point, an interesting point, because I would say when I've gone to more northern states, like uh, going to New York or going to D.C., um, it was like, I, honey, now I, I won't say colorism exists up there because I was shown all the love. Every time I go up north, I'm shown a lot, a lot, a lot of love when I go up north. Um, it's interesting about the South, though. Um, the South seems to, in my opinion, my opinion, I think mm -hmm. the South probably puts a little bit more um, emphasis on uh, color than the mm -hmm. North does. But then... You know, I think back to uh, when Cardi B was still stripping or when she was just becoming famous and they had like um, these clubs where it was like mostly light skinned women or men would request no dark skins or no darkies or whatever, whatever. You mm -hmm. know, I, I just I think it's interesting. Did Chris Brown say the same? He sure did. He sure did. Mm -hmm. So, you know, it, it's an interesting thing, though. Um, but. Let's get some of these folks up in here. Game Changer, you are up first. What's going on? Hey, JC. Hey, how you doing, ladies? Um, I was wondering if I could play my song. No. You trying to get us flagged. No. no. It's, I wrote it myself. There's no copyright. If 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 D Darrell, if only if D Darrell comes back with the dark skins. <laughs> no, I'm kidding. It got to be quick. Okay. Uh, this, this is four minutes. All right. Here we go. You said four minutes. Uh, it, it, just play the first part. Okay. Here we go, baby. Oh. <laughs> oh my gosh. If I ever fall in love again, she'll be wet The very first time that I saw your thin thighs Decided to look up into green eyes I knew you was kidding with my existence But I was caught up with color and I hate game changers so bad, baby. What a passion. That's enough of that mess. 
That's enough. Where is D. Derail when you need him? I'm trying to tell you. <laughs> so, but colorism, don't exist, colorism don't exist. Game Changer just gave us a shining example of colorism. Oh my God. Shout out to Primetime VA with no clothes on. <laughs> <laughs> look, look, he dark skin. What I tell you? What I look? I told you for the pick me fun, child. Thank you. Thank you. Let me, you get out of Let me hurry up and get out of there. Um, shout out to Pete nicely. <laughs> he says colorism may not be the fault of the lighter complected folks, but they have the moral responsibility to acknowledge the privilege. It has afforded them. Oh shit! Are we talking light skin privilege up in here? Oh shit! Hmm. Oh shit! Well, hey. um, yeah. I, I, I hear, to be completely honest, I hear quite a few light skin, lighter skin people, especially lighter skin women, acknowledge colorism. Um, I don't see them, um, you know, acting as if it's something that doesn't exist. Acting as if it's you know all in our heads. That's black men who do that. But um, why why can't it be preferencism? <laughs> and, and it very well very well may be. Um, we gonna get back to that though. I wanted to let Jack Spay go ahead and jump in and give his commentary. What's hey, up? Tis the season, everybody. Happy holidays. What you think? This is my spill. So y'all know I got a little bit of age on me, and uh, during you know during my walks of life, I've crossed paths with. A good number of women, uh, light skin, dark skin, medium complexion, as I said, uh, so bright can pass for white. But when I get a chance to uh, get them to let their hair down and give them 20 minutes to, you know, express how they feel about themselves, how they feel about uh, their life in the dating field, the all the women are suffering battle scars of having to compete against other women for the segment of men that are out here. Light-skinned women, they are suffering from abuse from the other shades of women. Uh, dark skin, the same thing. Uh, the the medium complexion, they got to beef with the dark skin. They got to beef with the light skin. I'm not saying that colorism does not exist, but it's not as as abundant as notably dark-skinned women uh, make it out to be. You have those women that, that that can compete for the men out here, and you just have those a smaller segment of women who just can't compete, either because of their looks, maybe uh, a combination of their looks and attitude, but a lot of times it has very little to do with skin complexion. It is just attitude or punching too high for the type of men that these a lot of women feel that they deserve but they don't have that it to get and then there's some women they've got what it takes to get the kind of men that they want they just blow it all away just being foolish so that's i want to know i want to know jack and and the and the rest of the guys on the panel when they get an opportunity to speak um have you ever came across a, a light-skinned woman who had a bad attitude Yes. Mm. Oh, okay. oh, they have bad attitudes too. Mm. Uh, I didn't think they do. Uh, yes. But see, you got to look at it this way. 
y'all y'all two are women so y'all you all are not conversing with women in the same manner that guys are conversing with women we see women in a totally different light than what y'all do so there's a lot of stuff that we hear there's a lot of stuff that we see that y'all totally miss that's just the way it is mm. Um, shout out to the perfect storm. He says, is it colorism when black men prefer dark skinned black women? Um, oh, uh, no, that's not colorism because that's, that's what you guys are. Supposed to, that's what you guys are supposed to prefer. Uh, no, I'm kidding. <laughs> that's preferencesism. Um, but I do want to get, uh, we, I, I think we got some new ladies on the panel. I want to hear from Raina and the Golden Gates, the Golden AX. <laughs> um, Raina, what do you think? Welcome to the panel, ladies. Hi, hello. Hey. Hi. Okay, so um, my thoughts on the colorism issue is I do think that there is colorism. I think it's rampant. Um, and I also think while lighter, while lighter complected women do face backlash from darker skinned women, I don't think it's at the same level comparably because you may get bullied. Um, all women get bullied or uh, let's assume that all women get bullied. However, lighter skinned women, they have the backup of society telling them they're beautiful. Um, they have, um, uh, entertainment media. Um, they see themselves there consistently. Um, you have, you have, they have strangers giving them the benefit of the doubt because they're lighter. All right. So that's why I don't think it hits as hard. It's the same way. I feel the same way as, you know, when it comes to obesity versus being skinny, you know, there are girls who get, be um, um, who get told that they're too skinny or that skinny is terrible. However, I would never compare it to someone being told that, oh, they're obese and look are ugly or whatever because they're obese. Because you have a whole machine, society, media, whatever, telling you that skinny is beautiful. So that's why I don't think it, it's equivalent at all. The same way um, blackness, um, whiteness, race is the same thing. Um, and I think I have this perspective because I'm a light-skinned African. Um, so, and there are different beauty ideals in West Africa and in the United States. Um, so while West Africa does, we do have our um, colorism issue because of skin bleaching. We also have different beauty standards um, there in West Africa. And here we have different beauty standards here in America. So I know that our preferences and what we like is informed by our surroundings, our politics, um, society. It, just, it doesn't just come from nowhere. Um, so that's my input. Thank you guys. Raina, I have a quick question for you really quickly. Mm -hmm. um, I um, well, Thank you for joining the panel. We really, really, truly appreciate it. We um, love when the ladies come up to join us to um, kind of um, dialogue and engage in conversation too. But I wanted to ask, um, in West Africa, so being that there are issues with skin bleaching, do they not subscribe to like the westernized standard of beauty, like European standard of beauty? Um, it's possible. This is where I'm not exactly sure um, because there are like different societies, like really old societies, um, uh, civilizations where being fair is compared is better, considered better. And there might be different reasons for it. But at least I know I feel like today, at least um, beauty standards are being affected by Western media, um, who we think is dominant right now who's dominant right now are, you know, the whites, Western civilization, America. Um, so people want to be like them. 
Um, so yeah, I do think West Africa is being affected by that. But and my we do question, have different. Mm -hmm. I'm sorry. Go ahead. I'm sorry, I was just gonna say we do have other different beauty standards that are different from you know, um, the United States. Oh. Um. So, what do you think that colorism exists on? Um, more so of a grand scale than an individual basis, or do you think it's um, equally in both? It's a, it's on a grand scale. There's a whole system behind it. I know in West Africa, like, um, okay, I'll be specific, Nigeria. Okay, that's where I'm from. Um, okay. So I know that, like, to be considered in certain jobs, especially if it's like a front-facing job where you see and communicate with people, um, you have women um, bleaching their skin in order just to be considered for that job. Um, it may not be as extensive in the United States because the United States, I think, <clears throat> I don't know. I feel like Africans are pretty blatant about their preferences or being lighter is good. Whereas in the U.S., it's, it's kind of like, I don't know, it's this weird secretive thing where people don't want to admit it, but it's there. You know, like you look at our yeah. media, look at the billboards. Like it's, it's. I mean, I know what people like just, just by looking at our media, who represents us, our politics, everything. It tells what? us that license is preferred. Good point. Well, uh, you know, the but this is the thing too. So I have seen men fall all over themselves for dark-skinned women, just like I have seen them fall all over themselves for light-skinned women. Mm -hmm. And so then I'm looking at the media. So when you see TV now, or you're seeing people on TV or whatever, generally it'll be a dark-skinned man, light-skinned woman. And I think that's pushed. I think um, certain standards are pushed, but I don't necessarily think it's people who are saying, well, um, this light skin, light skin women, women are just prettier than dark skin women. I actually think it's more pushed than what people actually feel. So you feel like it's the machine that is actually pushing the notion that lighter skinned is more acceptable as opposed yeah. to like individually. I, yeah. I would kind of agree with that, but I find, I know like I recently saw an article that kind of outlined a study that was done on African nation, different countries in Africa and um, the amount of skin bleaching. Uh, it might've been an essence or something. I have to find it, but it was saying like, I think Nigeria um, sells like the most bleaching product, but you know, they have the most sales for bleaching products, like at like 70 at a rate of like 70%. And then yeah. there were other African countries that were like 40 and 50%. And the U S was, you know, far um, lower, but um I think that in the U.S., I, I absolutely, you know, realize that colorism exists. Um, I, I don't think that it is, but skin bleaching alone, like period, is as, as, as prevalent as it is in, you know, some other um, areas um, of the world. But I do understand that colorism exists. I just think that you know, in the U.S., you can be a dark-skinned woman and still get a front-facing job. Um, you may not be the preferred uh, person. If a lighter-skinned woman were going for, uh, for an interview for the same job, she might get the job over you. But, you know, we still see dark-skinned women in those roles and in media and, you know, news reporters and things of that nature, um, you know, uh, quite frequently. Yeah, that's true. Um, but it's like, it's like being happy. Um, with scraps, right? Um, like if you if you equate it with um, racism, with white with white people and black people, um, seeing black people in power, like just just 
the small amount of Black people in power, yes, we're happy for it, but we want to see more of it, that there's more progress that can be made. Just because we see it doesn't mean there can be more. There's more darker-skinned people in America than there are um, darker-skinned Black people in America than there are lighter-skinned people in America. So we are overrepresented by our um, by lighter-complected people, and that's a problem because it hits the self-esteem of um, uh, of us as a people like we oh, think, I agree yeah like agree. we yeah we prefer to see ourselves represented by lighter people and then and, 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 and it drives internalized racism and internalized colorism it's not good for our self-esteem um it's just all around bad um right, man. <laughs> hey, hold on hey, hold on man I was... uh, uh, uh hold up hold up hold up um shout out to snuggle 668 he said what is it with dark skin that dark skin, darker skinned women seem to think lighter skin has more je ne sais quoi over what God has already blessed them with. Um, I think that's a good point, um, Snuggle668. Shout out to Primetime BA. He says, I don't have a skin tone preference, but most women who approach me are light skin about 80% of the time. Um, that's interesting. Um, I was looking for Raina and Golden, by the way. I know, but we were allowing the ladies an opportunity to nah, see. No, this is this is colorism. Well, definitely <laughs> is not colorism. Yeah, this is um, all this we're is. allowing the ladies to speak. First off, they're first time guests, and we want to hear what they have to say. We don't get women, especially new women, come up too often, but you'll still also have an opportunity to speak. And if Raina and um, the Golden 8X will stick around. We'll also, you know, allow you guys a chance to dialogue with them too. But we wanted to hear from the ladies first. I have a question for Raina. Um, so because there is a preference for lighter skinned women in Nigeria, um, do the darker skinned Nigeria work harder to um, please their mate? Like, do they become more submissive? Do they get more sandwiches? Do they work out more? Do they do anything to attempt to balance the scale, both literally and figuratively? Well, here's the thing about Nigeria. Um, so it's very different. Like the relationship between men and women is different than it is from the United States. Like a lot of things you are stating is already inherent within our relationships, whether you're light or dark or whatever. Like yeah. to be a woman, you're subservient to your husband and to be a man, you're supposed to protect her. There's no question behind that Good. at all. So mm -hmm. that's without, yeah, that goes without saying. And also there are way more like darker skinned people in Nigeria than there are lighter skinned people, more so than there. It's overwhelmingly like darker skin. And and since you've been here in the U.S., have you noticed that darker skinned women um, are trying harder to compete in the basis of femininity or the things men oh, like? Yes. I oh, think, so darker I think, skinned women are more likely to get you a sandwich than um, other groups of women? I would say like, okay, so in Nigeria, like darker skinned women are working harder. Like, I think that depends on the individual game changer. Yeah, it, it, it does depend on the individual. But at the same time, like I say in Nigeria, like darker skinned women, to like get the promotion to get the husband they like a lot of them will bleach their skin and that's an extreme mm. united states i do see darker skinned women i see all women first of all because there is like more there are more men i mean they're um basically like uh men have more to choose black men have more to choose so i do see um black women I, I keep hearing this thing about black women in the united states they're not competing or whatever they are competing hard both light and black really and, and what in what way um so okay 
um, especially dark-skinned women. Like, in, in terms of, like, I know people like to make fun of Black women and how we dress or how we put our, the hair, the weaves, and everything. But you got to understand, like, that's a source of in- insecurity for a lot of Black women as I a collective group. We want to appear more attractive. We, like, we look at what everyone wants to be like, like the white woman. That's what everyone wants to race towards, too. So we do our hardest, you know, to, like, have our hair straight, to have the long lashes, to, to you know, whatever it is, even though it doesn't look natural for us, but we know it's better than, like, I'm not saying that this is real, but that, that this is a situation for every individual, but I do feel like for a lot of Black women, they feel like it's better than who they are, like, as presented already. And the way yeah, is- but mm-hmm. just to give you a bit of pushback, um, so if we go down and look at Instagram, and Instagram will be a prime example, you go down the timeline, and depending on who you follow, but if you, you know, if you're following social media and you're in the life or whatever, Everybody looks cookie cutter. So you have all the women with the lace fronts, the super long lashes, now the colored hair. I don't hear a lot of men saying this is what they prefer. This is the shit that they like. Um, I'm not saying that those women don't get wiped up, but I don't see those women getting wiped up as opposed to a natural looking woman. So when you say that um, women are competing, I don't necessarily think that they're competing for men more so than competing with each other as to, as opposed to who has the best uh, colored weave or who has the longest lashes, who can get the biggest uh, Chanel bag or whatever. And I'm seeing a culture of this happen, but I don't necessarily think that the women are competing for men. I think it's just competition amongst women. That's my opinion. Competition amongst women for men, you know, like it's to me, it's the same thing. Like we're competing against other women to get men, especially. Yeah, but that's where I disagree. I don't think it's for men because most men, most men will tell you they don't prefer weave. Um, Now, I'm not going to say some chicks don't look better with weave, but um, you have most men, most men will tell you, I like real hair. I want to run my fingers. I want to feel your scalp, whatever, whatever. Most men will tell you that they prefer real hair. Most men will tell you that they don't like those uh, long ass, juicy ass eyelashes. Most but men- that's more of a recent. That's more of a recent thing where we're seeing men saying that they don't like weave for you know recent? 20, 30 years. Recent? Women. Yeah, well, yeah, yes, because of social, because of the advent of social media, and men are able to engage in these discussions. And you know, I, 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 personally, for I believe for twenty to thirty years that black women were subscribing to this westernized idea of beauty. Because re- remember, in the seventies, black women had afros and stuff. That's when black revolutionaries were around, and you saw black women proud of their natural beauty. Afterwards, Black women started subscribing to uh, this idea of, you know, Western beauty. And as a result, that's where you get the long weaves, the blonde hair and things of that nature. Now, I don't know where these eyelashes and bat wing lashes and all that stuff came from. But um, I do think that you see women contouring their faces to make their noses seem smaller and make their cheeks seem higher and things of that nature. That's because they're trying to change the shape of their face because they're subscribing to a westernized uh, idea of of beauty. So, so Raina, am I to understand that when you say that they're competing hard, you feel that putting a wig on and fake eyelashes is competing hard? That's the funny thing. Yes, because we're so conditioned to hate our blackness. Like it's so ingrained and internalized. We think our natural selves 
um, it's sure. worse than you know the like the weaves or whatever. But I will say yeah. I agree with the other um, lady. I, I don't know her name. Sorry. Um, saying about much. it's been natural um, women hairstyles, and even then I kind of go like eh, because when I say natural hair, I mean like three C and loose curls and all that stuff. But I do see more men, black men, preferring natural hair because. Now we see, at least it's become more represented, represented in media and everywhere else, and we can see that it can be beautiful. Well, mm. so I find uh, it very- uh, uh, Game changer, because you're not the only one on the panel, my love, because um, we got to get other people in, because this is not going to be a long, long show. Um, okay, shout out to Snuggle. Huh? Uh, may I say one thing, please? Sure. Sure. I find it interesting that when, you know, other groups of women are spending hours in the gym, um, they're doing cankles, they're getting together and, you know, giving BJs to dildos um, and oh my God. techniques. Um, that's how they compete. They exchange recipes, um, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. They put syrup on their man's eggs and sugar on their man's eggs. Oh, um, okay. You know, I, I find it interesting that that's how they compete. And you say competing hard is putting a wig on and fake eyelashes. I, I, like, it seems like every other groups have different definition of competing hard is what well, I'm saying. You only, you only asked me about those two elements. You didn't ask me about what other things. Because I do think that Gang Tanger has an interesting point and I would like to hear what Raina has to say, but we want to give a, uh, some other people an opportunity to chime in on the conversation first. And we're going to come back to that point because that that's pretty interesting. Um, go ahead, Danny. You were reading the super chat. Yes. Uh, shout out to Snuggle six six eight. He says, "Is she saying when it's white, it's right in the blacks' eyesight, no matter what part of the world they are in?" Um, Snuggle six six eight. I think that's a good question. Um, I don't think she's necessarily saying that, but you know, it's how blacks perceive themselves versus. Uh, some other stuff. Um, shout out to my baby daddy. He says, Miss Raina, I can't speak for all dudes, but I bet you that most dudes prefer women and their natural over something that was brought in a store. Um, honey, I think that's spot on. I think most men do prefer something uh <laughs> natural. Aries, get out of there now. She says, Can somebody ask GC how black men compete? I ain't going. I ain't going. Um, well, no, no, I can I can answer that question. Okay. I can answer that question. Um, yes, so, please do, Game Trader. Yeah, I will. Um, so women seem to like men who are tall, dark, and handsome, can dance and love their mother, and extremely athletic. Um, should I say more? Okay. And have a big penis. Yeah, and big penis, exactly. So when you ask how are black men competing, yes. You All can't right. compete with a big... Never mind. Never mind. Um, well, ask a small penis guy that. All right, so I'm out of here. To answer, to answer your question, um, that's how we compete and that's how we win. Uh, yeah. Okay, well, I want to get uh, Golden up in here. Hey, Golden, what you think? Hey, can you guys hear me okay? Yeah, we can hear you just fine. Okay, perfect. Uh, thank you for having me on. I just wanted to say, like, uh, uh, my comment basically, I would love more solutions, and um, because I feel like the topic gets brought about often and I'm usually on Twitter and I feel like it's kind of one-sided and um, it kind of gets dismissed in a sense from um, like if a light complected woman such as myself were to share an experience or something um, then it's kind of seen as oh uh, 
you're basically complaining because you got told you're pretty your whole life or something. And then, uh, versus, but you know, someone could just say, maybe I got beat up. They're just going off of their experiences and it's like, it just gets shut down a lot. Um, you know, what? I, 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 I think, uh, there is a such thing as reverse colorism and people don't give enough credence to, um, things that our lighter skin counterparts go through because people don't feel like lighter skin women should complain anyway. Right. And even if y'all now, like I said, and this is my opinion, my opinion, I do feel like lighter skin girls are treated better when they're younger, younger. And keep yeah. in mind, I say younger, but as we grow up in age, I actually don't think it's um, that type of deal. Like, and, and and I'm saying this as a person who um, <laughs> I consider myself attractive um, or average at best, but I've had men approach me. I've never felt like people were discriminatory because I was a dark skinned woman. I feel like if you're an attractive woman and you know how to dress, I think men are going to approach you period. So right. I, you know. I agree. If you accentuate your assets, then men are going to approach you no matter what, if you're dark skinned or not. Um, I've never had a problem either. I've not only have I never had a problem, I've always dated very attractive guys who have no problem getting pretty much, you know, any woman within their class that they want. So I don't think that, you know, that's why I don't think that it's as big of a deal and that it impacts dating and mating to the degree in which some people make it seem. Yeah. And then I also wanted to present, like when I was bringing up like the hypocrisy, I kind of wanted to present a, a scenario like, Basically, if you were a dark skinned woman and your preference were light skinned dudes and let's say you dated like maybe five of them or something and all of them ended up being awful. And uh, so, you know, later on you switch up and it's not saying like I'm saying preference, not in a sense of like you would turn down a dark skinned dude, but for whatever reason, you just thought light skinned dudes are more attractive. But if all your experiences were negative, wouldn't it kind of like make sense that maybe you would try to date a dark skinned dude just to find out if like you know that could have been the positive and I'm mainly saying that because when and I'm I don't want to present it like in that whole light skinned girls don't have attitudes because that's not true at all. But like when dudes reflect off their experiences and it's their experiences. So it's like how could you disagree if a dude was like I dated these women in my experience, just, it was like they were combative or they were this, but then people are trying to basically um, try to present it like they're not telling the truth or they're, you know what I you kind of get? But isn't that like their personal experience? Like you can't yeah. say dark skinned women have bad attitudes because I dated three dark skinned women and they have bad attitudes that you can't apply that to the collective or all dark skinned women because of two or three women that you dated that had bad attitudes. Oh yeah, I agree. But I'm saying kind of like, even if it wasn't just based off skin tone, I don't know, like some dudes maybe might be right, whatever it is. Basically what I'm saying is like, I feel like it's, it, it's more okay for like a dark skinned black woman to kind of like, it's okay if her preference is light skin, but right. in the other yeah, scenario, good it's point. not. And it's, it's kind of like you invalidate their opinions based on their experiences. 
However, if the tables were turned, um, you know, we wouldn't be doing. We're gonna have a fit. We gonna we ready to fight if a man says that he prefers um, a certain color of woman. Although, you know, like I said, and this is my opinion, that darker skinned men are preferred. Um, But if a woman says that she only dates dark skinned men, nobody would bat an eyelash. Period. Point blank. Nobody bats an eyelash. But if it's the reverse. Colorism, colorism, we're screaming it. Um, yeah, shut out. Uh, oh, go even ahead, honey. When I was going to school, honestly, from my experience, just from just what I seen, it would mainly be like uh, darker complected women that would be calling um, darker complected men like crispy and all those other comments. So, mm, like, when I hear them, you hear stories of them saying yep. that, like, they never gave me any attention or they were talking about me growing up. So, it's like, of course, I would have went towards a white girl who complimented me or a light-skinned woman that complimented me or whatever. Um, that's kind of what I mean when I bring up, like, the the whole hypocrisy thing. Because it's like, I mean, it's messed up, but that's their experience. Mm. Um, shout out to Mr. Research. He says, why are black women managers blocking dark skinned black men from jobs? Um, Mr. Research, it's not the first mm-hmm. time I've heard that. Not the first time. Um, and it, and it won't be the last. Yeah. Shout out to Lord Commander. He says, colorism is in the large numbers. Sure, I can find a single dark-skinned woman attractive, but line up 100 random dark and light I may find 60% light attractive and only 30% of dark attractive. That's colorism. That's interesting, though. That's an interesting point that he made. And Mm. yeah, I think it it speaks to the topic. Hmm. Well, that's the other 10%. Hold on, guys. Um, he like I said, he made an interesting point, but um, there was somebody up here that was next. Was it Citizen Lou? And then yeah, that, we'll yeah, have... that was me, real quick. I'm gonna jump. Okay, in. go ahead, Citizen Lou, then Black Wizard. Okay, yeah, so real quick, hey, Merry Christmas, everybody. Um, Merry Christmas to you. Yeah, y'all, y'all, y'all are projecting with this colorism stuff. When you like, I had to come Ooh. on here earlier when y'all came, when y'all were talking about uh, dark skinned children are seen as dangerous to I that come on, this that is just not true. You know, oh, like, yeah, dark skinned children are seen as dangerous. We said dark skinned people are seen as more aggressive. No, we all were talking about uh I think oh, Danny, Joy, that was the, yeah, yeah, Danny that from was her the, son. Uh my son is light. Well, he's of the lighter he's of a lighter complexion, but when I say that they coddled him more so than I seen um the darker children being coddled. It, it is what it is. And I, and I said from my my observations, I'm not saying what I am saying is fact. I'm just saying from the things okay, that okay, that's I cool. observed. That's cool. We, we can move on. But uh, look, this colorism thing, we, look, we've we've touched on this so many times. Uh, I'll, I'll bring up the Kelly Rowland and Beyonce. You know, they say that the reason why Beyonce was more successful than Kelly Rowland because she was light skinned. That's 100 percent not true. Uh, Her Beyonce, dad even said that, though. But 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 also well, too. Well, what, why was she more successful? Because she had and way more songs. She, she, she had way more writing credit. Wait, she had way more song credits in her songs, like for writing. She had way more than Kelly Rowland did. She got both. way more residuals. She got absolutely way more residuals than Kelly Rowland did coming out the game. She was set up better. It had nothing to do with her skin color. Kelly Rowland was not equipped I'm going to for the role. And and I'm going to tell you why I'm going to disagree. Her own 
father, her own father, Beyonce's daddy, Matthew Knowles said, had Beyonce been darker skinned, she wouldn't have seen the same level of success. Not only that, not only that, um, if y'all go back and y'all read or watch any of their documentaries, like the old members or whatever, the members of that group said they were taken to a tanning booth so that Beyonce could appear lighter than the other women. So if her own dad said it, and then they were also taking those girls, dark skinned girls, mind you, they was making Kelly Rowland go to the, uh, to the tanning salon, honey. Okay. So, so okay. So, if, all right. If you, if you have her, dark, like her dark skinned father. Okay, so her black father set up for success because she had her writing songs early out the gate, all those Destiny Child songs. He set her up for success by marrying a Creole woman. And 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 also giving her all the writing credits to the songs she came out of when she was younger. I'm just saying, we're talking about success. Y'all talking about other things. If Kelly Rowland would have had the, if Kelly Rowland would have gotten her song writing credit, she would be just, she would have been just as successful as Beyonce is now. Beyonce has 196 I singles disagree. out today. Kelly Rowland, okay, all right, but anyway. So and then y'all talking about the Rosa Parks thing, right? It wasn't because Rosa Parks was light skinned. The other woman, she was dark skinned, but she was all, she was also a single mom. Like, we like we, we have to too. stop. All right, I'm just saying. All right, we have to start looking at it. It's not just color. Like, like we have this, this. I guess I don't want to say like this. This self hate. I guess you know what I mean. Like we just keep. We, we can't just e keep Jennifer, defaulting you to the color. You have people in the chat admitting. You have people what? in the chat admitting. Uh, you know, colorism. They're admitting to engaging in colorism if you read the chat. I mean, bro, the chat say a lot of stuff, C-Rose. You know that. You know what I'm saying? But what I'm saying is, though, look, check this out. We got to stop. We got to move on from this colorism shit. I know light, like when I talk to other light-skinned brothers, we might make a little friendly banter, oh, oh, oh light-skinned, dark-skinned jokes. But at the end of the day, I mean, it's not going to stop my success. And for you women, right, colorism is not stopping you. It's attitude. It's 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 weight problems. It's lack of work ethic. It's so many different things that just span across so many different spectrums. So we have to. It's not just color. Color. You you. God didn't make it to where he damned you because you were dark skinned. That's not how it worked. Like there's so many other things you have to do to find a mate and to be successful in life. Your 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 skin color is not a damning sentence. It's not a life sentence. You, that. That's what I'm saying. And I understand, Sister Joy. I know you're from Mississippi, and I'm from Mississippi too. And I understand mm -hmm. that, you know, uh, that's that's that slave Negro hate. You know, I understand it, too. Yeah. But we, that's so what we got. Would you say there is an existence of colorism down south? But what I'm saying is, though, right. See, see. Or do old, you it did not Negroes, need to ask the question? Period. What's that, see, Rose? I said you don't want to answer that. No, no. What I'm saying is, though, right. Look, these old Negro, uh, they they are doing this to the children at first it had the world is not doing that this is how we raising our children and by y'all you know projecting this out there like right now you know you're gonna pass this on to your children just like how these the, the old negro did thing is my daughter was the first person to ever highlight colorism for me when she was 14 years old she was in um like ninth grade and she told me that a boy told her she was pretty for a dark-skinned girl and she was extremely offended First time I ever even thought about colorism. So we don't have to pass it on. They experience this out in the world. I mean, that was what one person, C Rose? Well, I'm I'm letting I'm you sure know when I was first when I when I first when it was first highlighted for me. I'm giving you an example because you're saying by by talking about this that we can pass on this to our children. Our children experience this in the uh, in the world outside of our home. Okay, that was a black child, right? Who said that? Yes. 
Okay, uh, that's what I'm saying. This is black people passing all colors. The world isn't doing this. This is amongst black people. That's what I'm saying. Like, like you know what I'm saying? Like, it had nothing. To, it wasn't like a white person said. I, I promise you, a white person. Right. It was that. a black little boy. E- exactly. You know, Negro children. Exactly. That's that's who who's doing it. That's who black people are keeping up the colorism thing going. Black people are is, black people believe in white supremacy more than anybody. So this is what I'm saying. We had to like stop talking about this. This colorism thing is not real. It's 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 not. I mean, it's, it's only real if you believe it. White supremacy isn't real either. No, I mean, it, it had to stop me. It had to stop me. I don't understand. Not, not to say that it stopped. Like, it ain't stopped nothing for me at all whatsoever. But that doesn't mean that it doesn't exist. Because it hasn't impacted you in the way that it's impacted others doesn't mean that it doesn't exist. Like, um, I mean. So that, that, that's why I didn't want to. Okay. No, I, I respect what you're saying. And I'm glad that you came up. And I'm I'm, I'm grateful at the way that you're articulating your point. Uh, I, I absolutely understand what, what, understand what you're saying. And I agree with the fact that. You know, it ain't gonna stop no show. I, I talked right. about that earlier. Like, if even if it is a guy's preference, so what? Move on. Find somebody who doesn't mind dating or prefers dark skinned women. Who cares? Hey, it's just yeah. yeah, do y'all. That's what I'm saying. Do y'all like? Don't worry about like. Like I said, that with your daughter. I'm, I'm gonna pass the mic. I'm almost done. So when you said about your daughter running today, like I said, that was a black child. You know. What I what I want to say is we black people are doing it. So I hate to say it, but it seems like to get rid of this colorism thing. It seems like black people have to stop <laughs> congregating amongst each congregating amongst mm-hmm. each other because we're the ones keeping up all this 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 self hate this conflict this colorism thing. I think we're the problem, and we have to sell it ourselves because this thing is getting stupid now. Because like you got mm-hmm. kids out here thinking they can't become certain things because they dark skin or or light skinned women, you know, feeling guilty because they light skin, and you know, it's all you got light skinned dudes just acting like. You know they should. They gotta act super hard because everybody think they tough and dark skinned dudes mm, acting super. It's just, so it's just getting too much. You Child, know what I'm saying? Got... a light skinned thug. I run fast, honey, because they have more approved than dark skin. <laughs> <laughs> you wrong. You wrong. Shit. Yeah, I'm Girl. Passing the light. Um, shout out to Thank the perfect. Shout out to the perfect storm. He says, "Are these dark skinned black female swirlers also colorist?" Um, oh well. Mm. Um, now I think they just um exercising a little treason and self-hate, but I don't know if they're colorists. I, I, I would have to see more of an example of them displaying colorist um idea ideologies. Um and let me just read this from uh NEU honey. New new said crying colorism, but wearing blonde weaves and wigs. Child, oh, if you don't get your ass up out of there, go on, get up out of there. Get up out of there. Oh. Um, Laura Commander says colorism is like the bias on the roulette wheel, the house edge. Can you win? Yes. But the law of large numbers keeps the casino profitable. You can win. I agree, Laura Commander. Hello. Y'all better listen to this man. You know what he's talking about? Um, I'll be right back, honey. Okay, go ahead. We want to hear from Black Wizard on the top. Oh, I'm sorry. Really quickly. Let me read this from um, Snuggle668 says, what is perceived in a room with darker colors and a room with lighter colors? What is the difference? And is that the same concept with humans? Um, That's interesting, kind of deep. Is that the same concept with humans? I'm going to come back to that, but I do think that that's extremely interesting. Actually, um, Black Wizard, if you don't mind, um, you can take a stab at it um, and then go ahead and uh, give us your commentary on the topic or what we've discussed so far. 
You just gonna throw me on that grenade, huh? Yeah, yeah, I, I, I sure, I sure did. All right. Um. So, what is perceived in a room full of darker colors and a room full of lighter colors? What is the difference? And is it the same concept with humans? Um. Well, I guess this takes into a. I guess this takes into the fact of human perception of color as well. So, human perception of color isn't just uh isn't just a like of course colors have like an emotional scale and you can see that in the chakras how like the lower the chakra the close the lower the vibration of color the higher the chakra the higher the vibration of color and then the emotions associated with low and high vibrations the lower you go the closer to fear the higher you go the closer to love but um you wow, also have to take you also take you have to you also have to take into effect cultural um uh, uh, aspects of a uh, color as well. So um, while in Western cultures, black and, and black and white uh, is like a um, purity uh, from the white side and, uh, and black is like a chaos or black is like a uh, destruction. Yeah. In, very in, true. Very true. In Eastern color in Eastern cultures is more like push and pull. They don't negative, they don't necessarily have a negative or positive connotation. It's just that one is different than the other, and just they just have different qualities. So wow, while that's black, a good point. Black was that I didn't even think about that. Um, the fact that in Western cultures, how anything that's attributed to black is negative, and anything attributed to white is positive or angelic, or you know, um, all of these these adjectives that that you know uh, um, what can you can attach to positivity. Um, very good point. I didn't think about that. Yeah, and in Eastern culture, it's more like uh, it's just different qualities. So while white mm. white represents more like activity and, and assertiveness, it's more seen as the masculine uh, side of the forces of the universe. Black is seen as chaotic, but not chaotic in a negative sense. Chaotic in the sense that there is a, a lack of structure. And I know a lot of people hear that and think that that's a negative thing, but it's just seen as the opposite end, uh, the waiting or sitting end of the of the color spectrum. When we think about that in the term of human beings, we have to take into our, we have to take into effect what cultures affect our uh, perception of color. Um, well, I guess that's my answer to that. <laughs> <laughs> really quickly, I just want to read this super chat and we'll highlight it in just a minute. We got a super chat from Danica Marie, Dope Discussions. Thank you, dear. She says, I was recommended this video and just stopped in. This is a very touchy topic. And I have a little sister that is a beautiful dark brown girl that definitely struggles with colorism amongst her peers. Um, it's, it's a real thing. Like I, I can't, I can't even fix my mouth to say it's something that people imagine because like I said, uh, you know, hearing my own daughter talk about it and then Thinking back just a couple days ago to um, things that I experienced in my childhood that were examples of colorism. And like uh, like I said, as it relates to Susan Lou's commentary, that it doesn't necessarily have to stop you from you know doing anything. Um, but to me, pretending that it doesn't exist, that's practicing cognitive dissonance. Um, I would rather, and even if Black people are the ones perpetuating it, I would rather acknowledge it, address it, and, you know, work around it. But I don't want to pretend that it just doesn't exist. 
are is it being overblown? That's uh, possible. You know what I mean? But um, it definitely exists in, in my opinion. And then EU says dark skinned chicks never get dark foundation when they when they are caked up. Um, that's because and that's another um, form of them trying to adhere to westernized society. You're, you're contouring your face and making certain parts of your face lighter, the parts that the light reflects off of, all of that. Um, but you do have a good point. And you, you know, darker women, well, women period, when you contour your face, you make it lighter in certain spots so that when the light hits you, it, um, you you're highlighting certain features in your face. Um, so let's see. So I got a question. So if we got, so we, we facing colorism, racism, classism. (laughs) uh, I mean, I mean, I mean, uh, what else? What a sexism, uh, genderism. I mean, black people, we should, we should just call it a rap. Fuck it. We done. We can't do shit. We we done. To black people, sexism isn't specific to black people, but it's you know, like, like every ism we we fall under, like every ism, yeah. We, but we can just use. because we face them, we can acknowledge them and have the conversation and be aware of them and not, you know, um, fall for any any kind of pitfalls that that may be set up by these isms. But that doesn't mean that we're saying that it's stopping us from or or we're unable to be successful because of these things. You know, it's an obstacle. It may be a very small obstacle. It may be an obstacle that you don't even face directly. No, no, no. People here on the panel, they were saying this is stopping us for real. They were talking Mm. about... Well, you know, earlier they were saying there's no black people in leadership, which is false in America. Let, we know listen, that. Simpson but, Lou, we have someone on the panel who is from a, a completely different country. How do you know that that's not her experience? It may be. More I, I did say America. I did say America. But wait, Africa okay, got well, plenty of black people in in power, right? In Nigeria? Not really. There's white people. Well, are oh, you talking about light skin? Right? Like, like Indians, Chinese. Yeah, like, Asian. Chinese. Kind of giving away a lot of their power. And political positions of power. Asian people are in power in Africa. Yep. Yes. Um, Nigerians are in power in Nigeria when it comes to politics. That's what I'm, that's what I'm talking about. They, that's what you were talking they, about earlier, right? Yeah. Uh, um, yes. Mama Butu Buri Hai is a um, dark skinned black man, um, president of Nigeria. So yeah, yeah, I'm saying color. So that's why making the argument that because President Obama was able to uh, become president, that racism doesn't exist. That that doesn't. No, no, he was saying who's in power in Nigeria, and it's yeah. But the point that he was trying to make was tantamount to saying, oh, we we've had a black president, so racism doesn't exist. Well, well, white people did vote for him, though. So I mean, they don't. That doesn't mean that racism don't exist. Like we've seen more examples. But it it didn't stop him. Be highlighted since Trump has been in office. Okay, so I don't want to get this political thing. But like, she's trying to say as a group, uh, uh, I think well, she's she's trying to let say. Let me read, read the super chats really quickly, but I did want to hear what you had to say, Mister Research. Hold on, um, we got one from Morpheus twenty two. He says colorism is an ugly girl excuse, not to be. Oh, 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 we gonna stop talking about this. This all last time because we ain't about to be mistaken for being ugly, child. Okay, Snuggle six six eight says in places like Africa, example Nigeria, what does light represent and what does dark represent? Once we speak to Raina, we'll see if she can highlight or touch on that. Um, we also got one from Jack Spade. He says you have two types of dark skinned women: the ones who know they are the SHIT and is a top choice woman, and the ones who feel like they are SHIT 
build walls and piss away the opportunity. Well, um, I think there's more than those two types, but um, they may, they, they may, I think that those are the two types that are on opposite ends of the spectrum, but there is a, there is an in-between too. Um, really quick, thank you guys for the super chat. We appreciate y'all. Uh, really quickly, um, Black, who are we talking about too? Black Wizard, I don't know if you were finished with your point and then we get got to get to Leo Anthony and um, Brother Mr. Research. Yeah, I'll just add um, shortly that, um, you know, a lot of the things that the uh, ladies up here were saying um, does, uh, they do they do have a point, like um, when it comes to skin bleaching in different countries and, um, you know, trying to reach certain positions uh, in, in the experience of, of a lot of women, they say that uh, color matters. Um, and um, just like uh, what Golden was saying, um, you know, in, in regards to how men's experiences with certain women are invalidated, um, and how that's not a that's not a thing that uh, is conducive to our conversations. I feel like the same thing with colorism uh, kind of happens, you know, where we kind of invalidate the experience of uh, a lot of women um, and say that it doesn't Good exist. Point. At the same time, though, however, comma. <laughs> um, <laughs> uh oh. Uh oh. <laughs> at the same time, though. I think there's more going on than what's being presented because the points when we generally hear about colorism, we don't hear about, we don't generally hear it from the perspective of skin bleaching, self-harm, not making it into positions of power. We hear it more from the angle that certain guys only choose certain types of women. And I would say that with that as the focus, of how colorism is generally presented to, you know, not just men, but everybody. It's like, it, it calls into question what is actually the motivation behind bringing it up. Because it's like, okay, well, well and I'm just saying, it's like, okay. Women differently than it, like any anything that we're dealing with affects women differently. You guys are, I mean, I understand men are logical and I'm grateful for that, but because you can't just say that I don't feel like it should stop us from being successful. I don't, I haven't experienced it to where it's hindered me from success at all, but it could impact someone. Maybe a person has anxiety and depression or some, some, something else that they're dealing with and it could impact their mental state, which could impact them from being successful. No, no, I'm saying, I'm saying as I'm saying in regards to that, I absolutely agree that it's something that, um, I would like at least personally to address, you know, because if it's a, I don't want to, uh, I don't, I don't think it, that it's beneficial to be in a society or be a person who lives in a society that harms and then neglects. But I'm saying, uh, but what I, what I'm also saying is that uh, when we, when, when the problems are presented primarily in the face that, I'm not getting the certain types of people attention that I want. Um, it calls into question for people listening, why that person is bringing this up. It's like, there's more going on than just, you know, like I don't agree with the, with the way that it harms people. And if that, if that was the staple of it, then I would be 1000% uh, or I am actually a thousand percent with that. But for the part, for the aspect that addresses how, um, you know, 
women, certain certain types of women get overlooked by the people that they want to attract. I'm not I'm not sure what the end goal is for that. And I don't I, I don't really see any benefit of trying to pursue a solution to it. Hmm. Well, I don't know that I can argue with that because <laughs> you definitely generally present a sound argument that, you know, one typically can't argue with, even though they may not agree with what you're saying. But um, we're going to read the super chats really quickly. Then I want to get Leo, Anthony and uh, Mr. Research in here. So Rob, the report says colorism won't matter when sisters stop desiring to be white women. If a guy cares about skin color as a kid, he probably learned it from his mama. <laughs> oh, not the mama. Uh, ouch. So Provider Speak says, no choice but to pay my light bill. Team dark skin. Okay. We love, we love to see it. Um, thanks for the super chats, guys. And Leo Anthony, what you got? Uh, can you guys hear me? We can. Yes, hear. we can hear you. Um, the, the one ism that I haven't heard mentioned was a uh, featureism, and um, mm. a lot of the times, um, when um black women hear uh, men say that they prefer light skinned women, sometimes I hear them accuse them of liking light skinned women because they believe they like that particular woman because she's the closest thing to a white woman he can get. And he mm -hmm. likes her European mm -hmm. features over the African features. And then they see that as a form of self-hate. And a lot of the times they be projecting because most men don't bleach their skin. Most men don't wear other women's hair on top of their head. So I, you know, I agree with Citizen Lou that a lot of the times is projection. And like the main problem I have with this colorism argument is that you have women kind of believing that black men are discriminating dating wise against their own women uh, when it concerns colorism, when the majority of like the black people you see around you is dark skin. Um, so when I hear like like some of these like colorism channels, I'm like, do they not see? dark-skinned women in relationships? Do they not see them getting married? Do they not go through Facebook and see, you know, if an attractive dark-skinned girl posts a nice picture, she gets likes and hearts and emojis and all that, just like any other complexion of female out there. And then I get confused about what they believe is light-skinned uh, preferential treatment when light-skinned chicks get cheated on lied, abused, uh, divorced, and all that, just like any other chick. So I do believe they're going kind of what they see off the media, and maybe because the media kind of uh, pushes like lighter toned women um, as the standard of beauty, they believe that that's what most men want. But I mean, reality is telling you that men like a variety of different things, at least black men do. Um, and I think women have a hard time kind of, um, understanding that because a lot of the times they don't understand why you particularly like, um, an exotic looking chick over, uh, let's say an Ados black chick. Cause if you say you like an exotic chick, sometimes they just think that you don't naturally like how a, uh, natural black woman like, and I'm like, 
No, that's not the case. I just like a variety of different looking women. Um, so I think that uh, that's like a big misnomer and a misconception in the community that black men don't discriminate against their women because of colorism. Oh, uh, that's all I have to say. Thank, thank you, Leo. We appreciate you and definitely have some good points. Um, yeah, I can't argue with anything that you, I can, but um, I think for the most part, I agree with what you said. Um, thank you, thank you, thank you. We appreciate you. And then we're going to get Mr. Research up in here, but let me read this real quick from Bab. She says, this conversation will never evolve if people don't stop relating colorism to strictly dating. Was the civil rights movement about being able to date white people? Come on now. No, it was about no. uh, destroying a black economy. That's what that's what the civil rights movement was about. <laughs> okay. Um, yeah, it's about it's about communism. Um, that's what the civil rights movement was about. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. She has a good point, though, that not, not we should really. relegate it strictly to dating. But this specific topic, we were asking, you know, is it colorism or is this she just prettier? Maybe his preference may just be for this She woman. is prettier. Maybe. She is fucking prettier. That's all you it is what? to it. Colorism king. We're not about to do this tonight. But um, let's get Mr. Research in here real quick. And then I think Mr. Fantastic in that. All right, I wrote all of mine down, so I'll try to move move fast. Cause uh, so, black man, don't participate in this. This is a never ending war. Citizen Lou pointed out a second ago. You got one person has offended you. Now one thousand dudes gotta got gotta make amends for it. You got one person offended you back in two thousand or whatever or nineteen eighty whatever. Back in the 80s, when I was a little kid, we didn't have all this. This is a 1990 creation. We didn't have all this. The first time we heard this was on Spike Lee's movie. We didn't have all this because darker people got mistreated, but then it went away. Nobody ever really focused. I'm a dark skinned dude. Let me also make a quote from Chrissy. Chrissy, here on YouTube. Again, black men don't participate in this. This is a never ending war. Chrissy said, I'm for dark skinned women. I'm not for dark skinned men. Who did she say that to? The dark skinned guys that donated to her and helped her build her channel. Once she built her channel, she forego those dark skinned dudes. Black men don't participate in this because the, because the solution here, black men, if they wanted to change this colorism thing, they will risk their jobs to change it. They will sit up here and hire dark-skinned girls for the front desk, but they don't. You know why? It's somebody else's uh, 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 fault. Somebody else got to do it. They would take they would take their jobs in the entertainment, and they would risk their jobs and say, "No, I need this dark-skinned girl up here." But they don't. What about the dark-skinned woman from England who came over here had a great song? It was black men supporting that dark-skinned girl not the dark-skinned women. Black men do not participate in this. This, this. this doesn't make any sense. Let's talk about history real quick. That way you don't think I'm just making a speech. On this planet, Black men, the first time this whole thought process even came up was when the Macedonians could not get no weight in the Mediterranean Sea. So they created something everybody on the planet uses now, phenotype. There was no phenotype before the scared Macedonians wanted to get in. 
they create a phenotype because they wanted they wanted to convince the Minoans to side with them against the dark-skinned Africans who was in power. The same thing happened with Queen Dido. Queen Dido went here chasing the white man. Queen Dido was the first interracial dater. So, gentlemen, don't participate in this because if they wanted to change it, they would risk their manager jobs, they will risk their ownership, and they will say, no, we're doing a commercial. I want a dark-skinned girl up there for the 13th time, but they don't. It's a never-ending war because it's your problem, Black man. Going back to what Black Wizard said, seems like it's a Black man-only topic. Anytime the Black woman has to have some accountability and pull her money out along with her girlfriend and put uh, uh, all dark-skinned cast, they're going to do it. Queen Latifah's the only one who had a bunch of dark-skinned people risk her money to put a bun bunch of darker brown people to the forefront. Nobody else is doing it. So black men, don't participate. Let's go back to Africa real quick. The only reason bleaching even comes into play in Africa, the same thing happened in Cuba, is because during the French War, in order for Africans to get into those lounges and into those uh, clubs, those nightclubs, they had to be lighter-skinned. Proof that Mr. Research is telling you the, the true thing. Cuba did the same thing. Them Cubans had no idea of dark skin, light skin, until the mobster named Maya went down and created the Havana Club and would not let dark skinned Cubans in, only light skin. Now everybody was bleaching their skin back then. Black men do not participate in this. If they wanted to change it, they would risk their money. You would have Chrissy say, you know what? Dark skinned men. You know, you know what? No, it's always an anti-male thing. Last four points. Gentlemen, when, when you got a, a black wizard made the point about attention, it always comes down to attention. That's the same thing Citizen Lou was saying. You can't, you as a black man, a light-skinned black brother, we don't have these conversations. We don't have, the, if the girl, back in the day, didn't they pick a bunch of light-skinned dudes and black men were not the, not the major factor? Did, did we sit up here and cry boo-hoo? We mentioned it, but we didn't cry boo-hoo. Gentlemen, they're not trying to fix this problem. They just want the war to continue because guess who taught it to them? Massa on the plantation. Right in India, India talks about colorism, but you know what they talk about it from? Because the Aryans told them when they took over India that anybody with dark skin resembled death. That's their version of colorism. It ain't just because you're dark. It's a death concept. America's the only one really doing it. And now we're poisoning England. We're poisoning uh, uh, all these other places because we want the attention. Last two points. When you get black men into this never ending discussion, you know what happens, black men? Your black son and your black daughter lose out because now the white man gets to run his son in uncontested and take over anything he wants to. Because you busy arguing with your woman about she's not celebrated. You, a fantastic, didn't take his money and 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 make a big pageant uh, and, and do it the way she wanted to do. But wait a minute, I thought you ladies were the most educated. You have the most jobs. You 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 have you you have the most jobs over black men. Not not higher pay, but at least the most jobs. You got more per, cap per capita going on. Why are you not risking your dollars to make that change? Last point, and I'm out. Look at YouTube. 
just just really look at YouTube as it relates to colorism. Do you see a lot of these women getting together to promote positive dark skin images? Period. They got Hell the, no. They got the most channels, the most followers. So here's the solution, gentlemen, and this, and I'm bowing out. Here's the solution. When they ask you about colorism, say, hey, look, colorism sounds like a war that will never end. And me and my light-skinned brother, me and my dark-skinned brother, we all get along over here. So what I'm not going to do is start having division amongst my dark-skinned, light-skinned brothers for what's going on over there. I'm going to celebrate who makes me feel good, and I'm going to walk past the women who don't make me feel good, period. Thank you for your time. Thank you so much, Mr. Research. Um, shout out to Snuggle668. He says, you officially have the dark-skinned delegation in the building. Welcome, sir. Fantastic. Now, let it begin. Um, dark, Fantastic is not the dark-skinned delegation. Shout out Shit to me. Leo. <laughs> Shout out to Leo Anthony. He says, thanks for having me. Thank you so much for the super chat, Leo. Um, okay. So I don't know who was next because I'm just getting back. It's um, me. Oh, Lord. It's, it's me. Come on, Mr. Fantastic. I, what you got, brother? I, I, I'm next. So hi. Hi, um, ladies. Uh, hope you guys are having a wonderful day. Himself. Yeah. Oh, no, no, no. Again, I'm the dark skin <laughs> expert. Okay. This is what it is. All right. And listen. A lot of the times, listen, sis, that's just is what it is. She just looked better than you. It ain't because she light skin. It's just because she looked better. Again, a dude, I, I've heard so many things and so many excuses because, again, this is my preference. I prefer light skinned women. Again, but I have partaken of the chocolate variety, you know, from the dark chocolate to the milk chocolate, you know, even some caramel even now and then, you know. But, um, you know, ultimately, like for me, it's a light skinned female that I prefer. And my thing is this. As adults, this is and this is why I say the pro a problem and issue we have in the black community is a lack of um, just mental development. Um, and I think you alluded to it. One of the ladies, it was either C Rose or you, um, uh, Sister George. Bro, why are you concerned with somebody that don't like you? Why? Why you just have to have the attention of the person, whether it's an individual or people, which we know for a fact is not people. Because again, I don't know how many times or why we even have this discussion. The majority of black people are dark, okay? The vast majority, I would say upwards of like at least 75%. And 75% would be the low end, okay? Especially like you're talking about Southern and all these other things. Even within other groups, the vast majority of people are are, are dark, okay? Even when you get into the Latin and all these other things, right? And and you get to the people that are like um, the original South uh, people in South America, Brazil, and all that stuff. So this is my thing. If the dude don't like you, whether it be for whatever reason, why do you care? Just go on to the next dude. You are a woman. You've been blessed with like the most, the most hot commodity in the history of mankind, a vagina. Okay? If you need anything more than that, and, and, and I mean it's 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 you, sis. It's not your skin tone. It's not it's not that 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 you're too dark or you're too this. It's more likely a character flaw. And instead of black women working on themselves as individuals, what they do is they cry victim as a group. And again, this thing only goes in one thing. I, colorism, th this is the problem with colorism. Colorism does exist, 
But when we're talking about colorism, we're talking about it as far as the dating, mating, and being chosen aspect. We're not talking about, okay, you know, dark people over the world or, you know, getting looked over for jobs or, you know, getting getting chosen to, you know, getting, you know, um, negatively stereotyped and all these other things. When the black people have this colorism argument, it's not about on a serious note. It's about, oh, he didn't like me. He don't like me. He don't think I'm pretty because of my skin tone. And I'm just like, bruh, do you know how immature that makes you sound, insecure it makes you sound, and just like how childish it makes you sound? Because it's like, well, I know immature and childish is sort of kind of the same thing, but you know, uh, it is it is a little bit of difference and nuance to it. But my thing with dark-skinned black women, if you claim and y'all want to cap like you got all of this confidence, uh, you know, black girls rock, all these black girl, black woman movements are headed by dark-skinned black women. And like I said, whenever you guys have a chance to shake off the European standard of beauty, which is a myth, because now, again, the current Miss Universe the, the most beautiful woman in the world is a dark skin, natural body, natural hair, black woman, Af well, African woman. OK, the black women say, OK, well, damn, this, this is proof to us. We don't need weave. We don't need to put on no whole bunch of makeup that make us look like Decepticons and Transformers. We don't got to do none of this extra stuff, you know, to stop looking like our natural selves. This right here proves that, you know, the black woman is truly beautiful in her natural state. But no, again, because you guys are fucking and, and not present company necessarily. But dark skinned black women suffer from, like I said, the triple I syndrome, man. Intrinsic insecurity and inferiority complex. One of these days I'm write a damn book about it. It just is. I've seen it. And most dark skinned dudes have seen it our entire lives. A black woman will be the first one to tell another dark skinned dude, a dark skinned woman, a girl, be the first one to tell a dark skinned boy, oh, you black, you this, you that, you that. I'm like, damn, hold on. You black as me. So hold on. Me being black and being dark is a bad thing, but I'm supposed to like you. So, okay, cool. Well, if black and all this shit is dark and it's bad, well, you must be ugly, bitch, by your account. So now when I go over here to the girl with the motherfucking, you know, that wet and wavy, that natural shit, that wash and go, and she got them freckles and all that good shit, and, she, and both of her parents are black. I'm not talking about mixed, okay? But, you know, when I go to deal with the light-skinned girl, you shouldn't care anyway because I'm unattractive and I'm just as dark as you. So just go on about your way and, and have a nice day. But again, y'all carry this shit into adulthood. And as all the men have stated on the panel, this only goes one way. Dark-skinned men and light-skinned men, we don't give a damn about this. We joke each other. It's, it's a forever, like, brotherly trolling. That's all it is. We ain't well, these light skinned niggas getting all the holes. Bruh, that, that was the 80s. And, and they had jerry curls and, and, and tight motherfucking leather pants. Your time's over, nigga. It's never coming back. We ain't never giving up the title. But when it comes to everybody else, light skinned women can't say anything. And white skin light skinned women dare complain, oh well, you guys have an advantage and this, that, and the other, and you think you somebody and all this other shit. So again, man, it only comes from one bully pulpit every single time. And people are just like, bro, can we just move past this shit? Like, get some self-esteem. Go, go. Y'all listen to Derek Jackson, but y'all ain't taking this. Love yourself, sis. Love yourself and find a dude that love you for your own chocolatey goodness, goddammit. If he don't like you, he don't want you, find somebody that do. And if you can't do that, that's on you. That's all I'm saying. Mm-hmm. Interesting. You ain't like that, Sister Don't worry about what I think. Um, <laughs> shout, out. <laughs> shout out to Lord Commander. He says, Top guys, 
tend to choose light skin. This is a problem with being all inclusive. 1% black counts as black. I can say I have a black woman. Mm. Um, so I'm going to read the super chat and then I'm going to need one of you guys to drop down. I do have concrete. Um, she's a host of the show. Somebody one of you. Y'all asses got to go Um, bars. Um, Shout out to Jacquez Retro. He says, it's rare to even see light-skinned women in media movies. Bro, on whose... <laughs> Jacquez, on whose TV are you watching, bro? I, I see I see light-skinned women all the time. Um, But uh, who's willing to drop down? Um, I do want the new people to stay up because... We have never seen them before and we want them to come back, but uh, we would like for somebody to drop down and thank you to whoever did. Um, Natty 31, did we ever get to you? Um, no. Hi, everyone. Good night. Um, so hey, the topic I've listened, hi, I've listened to everybody's um, commentary and what I can say is I agree um, some part in some parts. Um, Fantastic was saying that yes, a lot of dark skinned females do tease their male counterparts and do call them names as kids. Yes, that's true. I think you know colorism is is a thing that happened in Israel because kids do it to each other, and it also happens in jail because they there's a study I forgot the study I put it in the chat when they get a chance that if you're darker skin you get um uh, a more tougher sentence in jail. So colorism is affecting more than your date in life. It is more than a old preference. It's no, it's it's all over the world. It's all over the world. It's an um I'm Jamaican and in Jamaica it's not really we don't really have racism because the majority of the population is black. But you know in certain spaces there's places in Jamaica that if you're darker skin you can't go. No, uh, it's, a, it's a known thing. So people should not say that it doesn't happen. Um, in America, I've I've seen it. I've actually, are you going to say it's an anecdotal about the stories I'm telling? But it happened to me. But it, it Lupita, I was in a, uh, this was a couple years ago when she first came out, and I was looking in a magazine, and I was just sitting down. I think I was in. Um, Dunkin' Donuts, and I was just looking at a magazine, and I was like, oh, Lupita looks so pretty. The girl turned around to me and said, oh, yeah, she's pretty for a dark-skinned girl. She literally said this. Another black woman said this about Lupita, which is a beautiful girl. Everybody could say Lupita is pretty. So, you know, um, it happens, and to say it doesn't happen, and to say it's women being um, crybabies, and, you know, no, I don't think that's accurate, and I don't think you guys really being fair. Um, and it, it happens to men because I know that a lot of uh, dark-skinned men actually benefit because dark-skinned men are seen as more viral, as more powerful, as more desirable. So you guys don't, it doesn't affect you the same way it affects women. Okay? So, you know, you cannot say that it doesn't happen. It's not, it doesn't exist. That's it. Thank you. Y'all, y'all are like, y'all getting murdered because y'all dark-skinned. <laughs> like, 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 it's getting crazy, y'all. Y'all getting this is getting wild. You know what? And, and and on top of that, I prefer but dark skin. You, you're, you're I, well, I think this happen. is important. Though. I you're think this is important. Happen, but that's not true. That's not okay, true. my, my lady, a, let, me, a fact. let me point out something you just said. 
So there's a difference between colorism and racism. Something you just pointed out is actually racism. It's not colorism. Let me prove it real quick. You said that criminalization was actually had to do with colorism. This is the this no, is I did thing. not. No, 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 no. I did not say that. I said in jail when they're sentencing uh, uh, criminals, right? If they're darker skin, they may get a harsher. The study said that they get a harsher sentence. How, how do you not, quantify that, ma'am? Yeah, yeah. Well, how do you quantify that? There's studies out there. I'm gonna, I'm gonna put the study in the chat. But light skinned men are considered black, so how how does that even make sense? Okay. okay. Well, if you're darker, if you're a darker person and you get sentenced for a crime, you get longer. Your sentences are longer. Okay. You get longer okay. sentences. Let's assume that's true, my lady. Let's assume that's true. Going back, I, I'm a history person. Okay. Going all the way back to 1600s, there was a slave named John. He ran away with two Irish uh, slaves. Slave. At that point in time, it was indentured servitude. The Irish dudes got an extra 10 years slavery. John was the first person in history of America to get slavery for life. Okay, so that proves your darker argument. But that's racism. This goes to Wait a minute, wait a minute, Mr. Research. Uh, will you let her get her point out and then you can go? It's a form of being biased. Your bicolorism is when you um well i'm gonna read these super chats first um shout out to Ajawa smith i hope i pronounced your name right she says i honestly don't let colorism affect me because if a man doesn't want you because of your skin tone then there's something wrong with him, not you. Um, I actually wholeheartedly agree with that statement. Um, shout out to Smarkitech Man for the super sticker. Thank you so much. Um, shout out to DJ Nath. He says, light-skinned dudes be buying up all the Murrays and wave caps. They hate this, they hate and discriminate this hate and discrimination against. The brown and dark skin brothers must stop. Y'all stop buying up all the damn grease. Um, because y'all be on it, and I'm missing some. Shout out to Black Wizard. I'm sorry, I for whatever reason it disappeared from the chat. He says, I think it's cruel to tell people to get over it. I want to acknowledge everyone's struggle, but is it but it is their struggle? I can't fight it for you. I can love you all I want, but you have to know your worth. Black Wizard, that is actually pretty spot on. Shout out to Joseph Majors. Um, he says, majority of the time you see a dark-skinned black man killed by police, you rarely oh, you rarely see a dark-skinned woman killed by the police. Um, I think that's men in general. Um, who are probably murdered more by police just in general. I don't think it's a dark-skinned uh, woman thing. I, I just think it's more men, period. Um, shout out to Just My, two, just my Four Cents. He says, face, facial symmetry is much more important than skin tone. If you have asymmetric... 
asymmetric features doesn't matter your skin tone you're not cute period um i, I also wanted to bring that part up because i do think featureism and I want to say Melody actually brought that up during one of our shows before that featureism is definitely a big thing. Um, so thank you guys so much for the super chats. Um, we are going to start doing closing statements. Um, okay. Can I go? Yes, Let Melody. Me, you can. I get out of here because because I I don't want this to really pass. Citizen Lude question really got to go. Really got to stand. I, and 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 then I'll I'll drop off some support. The problem we have is, men. you just introduce bias, another field goal. We men look at things logical and mathematical. So black men, we have the highest EEOC complaints. We get blocked for jobs more than anybody. By many times, black men and black women. We have the highest bias of anything here in America. We got 40 years of, of, of evidence that we get blocked. So now that she's introduced this term bias, we suffer from that more than anybody economically. Yet we black men evidently don't say it enough. What this lady is saying is that the racism, I'm sorry, the colorism is bias, therefore it's an issue. But they don't suffer economically the way we do. So my question and Citizen Lou's question is, how do you measure this because we as black men suffer far more economically. So we would like to have some evidence of how you measure this bias so that we can use it. How how how, how say you? We're talking about that uh that dark skinned man get worse sentences. The, 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 the lady just said it's a bias. And and, and you, citizen Lou, said, how do you measure it? Because it's all it's all it's all mixed up now. We we don't understand. How, how we keep moving the goalpost. Wait, may I chime in? Because um, I know what study um, she was referring to. So the study states that when you control for the crime committed, if it's the same crime, um, and you compare a lighter skinned person and a darker skinned person, um, the darker skinned person will get a longer sentence. They also did a study between... Oh, real quick, um, Mal, before real quick, so are these, are these men in the same city, same jurisdiction, same district attorney? Talking about windows, control for social and economic status. Like, if you control for social economic status, richer people are going to get lesser um, um, time than poorer people. Um, White people get lesser time than black people. Lighter skinned black people get lesser time than darker skinned black people. Women get less time than um, men do. So, it is a thing. We control for other factors um, that you, you see the pattern. Okay, let, let, let me just say, Sister Lou, she's talking about broken windows. Broken windows is a thing they created when Black dudes was getting all these jobs back in 1950. And what it says is, the people in power can, can justify that there's criminal element by the appearance of things. That's basically what it breaks down to. So if what she's saying is right, Black people appear to be more criminal, therefore they get more, whatever the case may be. I, I will say a study is a sample. And it's not always nationwide. We as Black folks got to do counter studies. But thank you for your time. But these studies are peer reviewed. Like they go through a rigorous progress. Yes, yes, you, you, you're right, Queen. I used to work at CDC back in 2012. I understand what what, what they are. But they're still samples. Like what 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 a Pew Research does in Virginia 
is different from what Duke University does and what California does. Yes. It isn't to say it isn't to say that they are not valid. It's just sometimes we use these studies as if they're finite. Let and me be quiet. I'm talking too much. Thank you, Sister George. Peace yeah, out. Thank you, <laughs> thank you um, so much, Mr. Research. Um, shout out to Lightbearer Council. He says, "I am very dark. I was consistently turned down by my preference." Um, of dark-skinned women, yet light-skinned women chased me. Um, so what are we to do? Light-skinned, uh, all, it's always a, my advice to go with what likes you. Um, life too short. If you can't get what you want, get get the next best thing, or get what's chasing you, get, get what's going to like you, um, I think that's the best solution because like I said, as a dark-skinned woman, um, I haven't. I can't say that I've dealt with colorism on an individual basis. Um, you can't ever say that a woman is what it, it's not always color. The woman could literally just be more attractive than you. So I've never just taken that and have ran with it. Now, systematically, um, I do think that's a bigger issue. But who do we have next? Mel Melody. Go ahead, Melody. <laughs> okay, so you said you never experienced colorism. I have a sister that's way darker than you. She never experienced colorism. So I don't think it's a um a skin color thing. I think it's more of a featureism, weightism. Um, it's other factors in it. Big ass noseism. Exactly. That's yeah. featureism. Shut up. So, so honestly, in my opinion, I don't really think it's a skin color thing. Everybody's in love with Chili in the nineties. Everybody was in love with Tatiana. What's her name? Tatiana Ali. Yes. 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 I mean, and it, it's just featureism. That's it. When I think it comes you down have a it. good point. I think you have a good point. Um, skin tone is skin tone is a feature though. But if you have a, a, a light skin girl, and, and let's just use Tiny for example. Um, Tiny was actually cuter than she was than she is now. But back in the day, Tiny wasn't um no, I'll say currently, Tiny isn't really aesthetically um, excuse me, conventionally pretty. And so if you look at Tiny, Tiny, I'm pretty sure she probably had a, a bunch of work done, but um, Tiny isn't just generally seen as the most attractive woman, and she's a light-skinned woman. She actually has the money to get herself whatever. But Tiny is not really considered an attractive woman, but I would say if you look at her um her features, the the nose and how her eyes are spaced apart, it, I don't want to go. But, you know, that's that's what I I agree with that melody. Exactly. Um, something else that I wanted to say. Yeah, and usually the people complaining are overweight or they have an attitude or, I mean, there's other factors Ooh. in it. So it can't just be skin tone. Melody trying to get cursed out. No, I'm not saying. <laughs> no, she ain't lying. I'm not saying. No, all. I'm playing. I'm playing. I'm being messy. Yeah, yeah exactly. <laughs> it's not all. It's just some. I got you, Melody. Nothing wrong. Thank with you, Melody. Um, who do we have next? 
And what I'm going to end up doing is dropping you guys from the panel um, as you make your final statements. So um, thank you guys for coming up. So as y'all make your final statements, I'm going to drop you down. Um, Citizen Lou, did you make yours already? Oh, oh, oh. No, yeah, you had to give me all first, okay? You damn <laughs> right your ass out the go. You the darkest one here. We discriminate you you. against you. Yeah, I know. You were this shit like my damn... You you run this shit like my grandma house, goddamn. Damn anyway. right. <laughs> anyway, yeah, man. I'm about uh, y'all stop using this colorism as an excuse. This shit can't stop you. All right, I'm gone. I'm leaving. You can't keep me out, fuck you, sister George. Bad darkness. Uh, <laughs> Prince of darkness. Oh goodness. Um, who's next? Uh, Black Wizard. Would you like to go? Good lord, somebody got a 56 k modem. fax machine off. Of, I know something. Baby, killing my ears. No, I'm old. Okay. okay, I'll go. Thank you. Um, yeah, no problem. Um, I just came up to kind of reiterate what I said uh, in the super chat, and that is, uh, and maybe expound upon it a little bit. Um, I think it's cruel and probably. Not cruel is the, best, is the best word to use. I think it's cruel to uh, tell somebody that their experiences doesn't matter uh, in the form of saying, you know, uh, just move past it. Um, I think there's a lot of things that we as individuals, and I'm sure you can think about something in your experience where you may have had a trait that you thought was unfavorable to you. And every day you're like, you know, I wish I didn't do that, but you end up doing it anyway. If things were as simple as get over it, then the world would be a much uh, co much more cooperative place. But the, you know, the deal is that there are emotions and there is our programming that is underlying with these things. And some people have experience. Some people have negative experiences with their skin tone, and I don't think that it is fair to um, treat them as if they don't. Um, with that being said, um, I'm a person who um, I, I feel it's going to sound corny, <laughs> but I, I do feel love for everyone. Um, I I know that we are all connected in this life. And when somebody and I felt myself when there are negative things about me, especially when I was younger, that I wish I just wished every day would be different. And I know what it's like to feel like that. But the, but at the same time, it's it was me who felt that way. Like, I do agree that there is a machine uh, out there that uh, that perpetuates these these images to a degree. And I do agree that there is a lot of cruelty that it comes to that comes from external forces. But at the end of the day, it's my acceptance of uh, the message that I have to deal with when I sleep at night. And it's I can love you all that I want, but it's going to be you who has to fight it. It's going to be you who has to know that you're worth it. I, I already believe you're worth it. You have to get on board. And that's all I wanted to say. 
from Black Wizard is so dope. I bet not ever catch y'all coming from Black Wizard ever, ever, ever. I agree with that. Is the dark skin? Thank you, Black Wizard. <laughs> 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 At this point, he can even be white and I'll still rock with him. Uh, yeah, white right, concrete. Uh, anyway, <laughs> sure. Who's next? Who we got up here? I can't see. Um, it's too small. Okay. Smart I'll attack. I see smart. Okay, go ahead, dude. Um, Sorry. Uh, you know, check, if you don't touch that damn 1996 Boy, oh, I know something. Let me, let me just mute you up, darling. Uh, and it was him. Smarky Tech, what you got going on, love? We need you to get off of AOL, honey. They got all kind of new internet. Smarky Tech, the FBI sent him. The FBI sent him. I'm, I'm, I'm on to you. Here, I'll, 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 I'll 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 man with this bullshit. Go on here now. Oh. All right, I'll just want to say thank you guys for having this discussion. Hello? Yes, ma'am, we can hear you. Hold oh, on, yes. I just want to thank you guys. Oh, okay. I just want to thank you guys for having this discussion. Um, I do agree that, you know, some people use the colorism thing as a clutch, and I do believe you got to love yourself. That, yes, we have to love ourselves, and no matter what the media says or whatever, any other... People say you have to love yourself and we, you know, you can move on. But to say it doesn't exist, I think it's also disingenuous. All right, guys, have a good night and happy holidays. Thank you so much. We appreciate you coming up. Yeah, make sure to come back. Subscribe if you haven't already. Subscribe. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. Have a happy holiday. So I'll go next. I'll go next. Okay. Okay, so, um, fellas, I mean, um, they have a problem. And um, and that is with colorism. Does it exist? Yes. Um, how much should you, as Black men of all hues, care? Um, and the answer to that question, my answer to that question, is as much as they care about what you want. You see, they want something from you. They want to be treated as, um, as you know, if uh, you were, they were light-skinned. We want sandwiches. We Wait want. Wait a minute. Say what? Huh? Well, well go go back to who who want to be treated like they light-skinned it. Dark-skinned women. They want to be treated as if they're light-skinned. Oh, <laughs> no. And the key to me receiving that type of treatment is fixing the sandwich. Y'all go well, Amongst other things, amongst other I'm things, listen, we have a list. We as black men have a list of dissatisfied things that 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 um, black women collectively do and do not do. Until this list is addressed and treated with respect, we don't want to hear your concerns. Until we get some of the things that are on our list, beginning with sandwiches, we don't care. The, the, the stuff, the stuff, you know, like, oh, you know, he said I was pretty for a, a dark skinned girl. I don't care. I don't care. You, there, There's a guy out there who's being rung in court for child support. And somebody says he called me pretty for a light skinned girl. That's a you problem. Take care of my me problem. Dry penises everywhere. Uh, childlessness everywhere. High divorce rate. All fat. All kind of crap that we complain about. I, I care not about your concerns until you address um, my concerns and my penis. Everything you do shall fail. Ho.
hold on. Which three fingers did Celie use when she was cursing Mister? Was it did she use the pinky, the ring finger, and the middle finger, or was it the index finger, the middle finger, and the um and the ring finger? Which three fingers? Um, whatever the three fingers was, um, that's the curse. This, this is my curse. I curse you until the stuff on my list is taken care of. All right, I'm about to do a show after this. I bet game changer light skin. Listen, yeah, listen, he gotta be. But y'all gonna start fooling around with game changer because he don't he he's not encouraging anybody to do anything. You talking like that, you don't want no cooperation. No, I do. Well, well, oh. I, give me it. Give me it. I want cooperation and sandwiches. But y'all not gonna get no. You it gotta wasn't. say it a little nice. You won't have no damn dark skin sandwiches until we get a song. It, it wasn't two fingers. She cursed him with three fingers. Facts. Um, the Aries. next time you come up, can you have our song? Yes, for the dark, dark skins. skins. <laughs> for the dark skins, can you write a song for the dark skins? No, until you get me a sandwich, I'm forget, not doing forget, nothing. Wait a minute, so it. you ain't never had a dark skin sandwich? That's fine. But fine. He better go no, 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 it's not a matter of, I'm practice, talking about, I'm talking about until you have changed the tide of That's the That's why your ass will continue to get ramen noodles and, from dark until, skin. Until, until you change the tide of the culture, you know, you get no song. You get nothing. You don't deserve yeah. nothing. You don't get nothing. You got to earn it. You got to earn it. You must compete. You must take down the the former heavyweight champion of prettiness, which is light skinned. Until then, you know, make better sandwiches. Actually, she's the lightweight champion because she's not fat. So until then, make better sandwiches. I I, I, got to go. We're going to work on that. Uh, Thank you, Game Changer. (laughs) Who was next for final Uh, commentary? Wait, shout out to Smarket Tech Maine. He says, Can I try one last time? Smarket Tech, of course you can. Absolutely. Go ahead. And Merry Christmas, Melody. Thank you. <laughs> Merry Christmas. <laughs> Merry Christmas. <laughs> um, can you guys hear me? Yes, we can hear you. Okay, cool. I'll just go ahead and kick my ballistics real quick. I feel like I've been lied to by you guys. We had this discussion last time where I asked, are y'all saying that lighter is nicer or darker is harder? And here we are changing the language, just skewing it just a little bit. And I feel a little bit, you know, I don't know what the word is, but I feel like that. I already told you that my niece, very light-skinned, got kicked out of the Black sisterhood by who? Dark-skinned Black women. Now, here we are again saying, no, I didn't say that. I really said this. So as a lot of the fellows have said, there's a lot of the same thing over and over. The goalposts keep shifting. And that's all I got to say about that. Shout out. Thank I you, don't agree with that. Well, I, I want to let you know that we said that because that that was that's one of the um, things that we hear in this space. That's not something that either one of us believe. We were saying it to highlight a point that we often hear in this space. But what about the other day? Why didn't you say that the other day? Why didn't you say, well, in the dating market, maybe light-skinned women or blah, blah, blah. Why'd you just well, go I, right I, because, there? What? Well, smarter tech man, I don't feel like well, I've ever, I, I'm 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 just gonna say this and I'm a hush. I don't feel like I've ever really gotten chosen. Um, a, a light skinned woman got chose over me because she was light skinned. Um, that that's like so. How can I say 
um, that I had an attitude or other black women have attitudes, this, that, and a third, and they didn't get chose because of, they may have gotten not chosen because of their attitudes, but it's definitely not based because they were darker or lighter. If a person is attracted to whatever, then it's just, it is what it is. But I can't ever say that I've been in a position and I, and I felt like the girl got chose just because she was light skinned. Yeah, I, I just, it, it, it's not that deep for me. Well, I think he was talking about the, the point um, relating to dark skinned women being more aggressive or being meaner or whatever um, you may have you, but. Um, but then, so if you, if you sit up here and say that, and I'm, and I told you what I've witnessed and I said me personally, what I witnessed was, was uh, if a child is of a lighter hue and let's just say she has a, uh, a, a certain texture of hair. I have seen those little girls treated differently. I have. I'm not saying that um, that breeds bitter, um, angry black women. I'm not saying that, but I, I'm just pointing out what I see with children. It's, it's just it. What it is, what it is. I can feel that. I feel you. I I can understand. I still feel like this two and a half hour discussion. Last time we spoke, in two minutes, everyone said, no, there is no difference. No, that's that's a bunch of BS. I ask you, is it BS if the darker you are, darker you are the harder you are to get along with? But during I, I do feel that. Day, well, my uh, opinions haven't changed, Smarkatech. We haven't. Get the point before I get misconstrued. Go ahead. And I'm not trying to go over you, but I, I want to be understood so that we don't say I'm saying something else. What I am saying is there is a conversation about light skin and dark skin. We're having it now, but I feel like nothing was said when I brought it up and I feel as though it's because it was a man bringing it up. And y'all can argue the specifics. I still feel as though the sisterhood keeps working against each other and who's the ones promoting it the most? DSBWs. All right. Well, I still love you, though. Thank that's you, Smart Man. We, we appreciate you. But I don't think that we're saying anything any different than what we said before. Um, sometimes, like, even if you look at the title, like, of some of our shows, we may use a talking point that we hear in this space and use that as the title. That doesn't mean that we agree with that. Or we may throw it out there for conversation's sake for the panel. But that doesn't mean that we're uh, that, that it's our point of view. It's all is I'm it clickbait? Keep it real. Is it clickbait? Is that sometimes a better word it is. for it? So, yes, yeah, sometimes okay. it is. So y'all clickbaited me for two and a half hours over a point that I was trying to make with y'all the other I'll, day. You got it, Smart Attack, man. I, 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 I'm kidding. But know. yeah, I, well, I, this, I, is, this is a black female fuckery channel. This is we uh, are the queens of black female fuckery. So this is G channel. Cynthia G is <laughs> Cynthia G yeah, is let, let, Let's get um, Raina in there because I think she has to go. Raina, first off, thank you for joining us. You added yes. definitely a very interesting perspective that caused um, quite a bit of dialogue. So thank you, thank you, thank you. We appreciate you. And what are your final comments on the topic? 
Oh, thank you. Um, so I have like two main points to drive home. Um, and I want to say, well, the first point is about black men and part of their attitude towards this colorism talk. I mean, I can't speak for that, them, but I do get this, um, this feeling that part of their grievances or their issues is the fact that their um, problems aren't taken into consideration with colorism. I do believe that black men face discrimination. I do believe dark skinned black men face it the worst. And I do kind of, I do counter, I do, I actually do not believe um, that dark skinned men are in general, pref like are more preferred over light skinned men. I feel like sometimes when we say stuff, we celebrate the, um, the, the, the underdogs. Like it's not cool to praise those who's already on top. Like it's not cool to praise like white folks. Like it's not cool to praise light skinned folks. In the same way we try to elevate dark skinned men to appreciate them. So, but like if you were to put all things being equal and if there are equal amounts of men, equal amounts of black men and black women, um, I and you know everything was like equal parity, all that stuff. I I do believe that you'll see more light skin men. You'll see the pattern. Like deep down, I feel like light skin men are more preferred than dark skin men. I I do think that. Um, so we should acknowledge that dark skin men do face issues. And another thing about this being talked about um, regarding dating and you know sexual preferences preferences and all that. I think the reason why we're talking about dating a lot is because, you know, this, the topic at hand was dating, the whole um, Kevin Samuels thing was about dating. So, you know, dating is a thing. And I think women talk about colorism a lot because our, um, our currency, our social, social currency is based on looks. So that's what we do to get ahead. So it's very, very important to women to look their best, to like advertise themselves the best as they can be. So it's, you know, we can't like undermine the colorism talk because it does affect how we as black women are appreciated and accepted in the world. Um, and I do want to give like a small anecdote about like, again, about dark, this is my personal story about like my experiences with darker skinned men. Um, I do feel like, especially when it comes to light-skinned women, like dark skin and light skin, that that dynamic, I, I, I get this feeling that a lot of light-skinned women aren't being 100% honest about why they prefer dark-skinned men. Um, I can tell you for of my situation, dark-skinned men, dark men do do a lot more to get my attention. They do a lot more for me than lighter-skinned men. They put me on a pedestal. They say I don't have to do as much to get their appreciation. Um, that's my, that's my understanding, understanding my situation with dark skinned men. Now, so just want to say to all the brothers out there, I do appreciate and love you dark skin. I do understand that you guys went through, um, you guys go through a discrimination based on color, not just in the, in the love, in the um, sexual preferences scene, but also in the work scene and criminal justice, all of that. I agree. We should talk about that more. And finally, my second big point is about like, why are we talking about colorism that we shouldn't talk about it? If we talk about it more, it's bad. I feel like you cannot fight something if you cannot even identify it. Um, the same thing with racism. You can't really fight racism if you can't identify. You won't know how, like you can't, you wouldn't like by us talking about colorism right now, um, we can, uh, we, we can, we can, um, do research, experiment on, you know, find situations where we can do experiments and papers and see the results and how people think about colorism, how it functions in our society. Um, um, so, and I do feel like colorism, like the fact that we're all talking about this is a great thing. And I think that it's, it has, we have come some ways from the paper bag test to now, like things are getting better the more we let it out there. Um, and, and, and also, um, 
in my uh, my my personal like agenda talking talking about colorism is not necessarily for our generation or for generation um above us um like we our minds are solidified about what we like our preferences all that like i said our preferences are informed by what we see our politics politics what our surroundings so on and so on i think for us is more or less too late however when we talk about this we can do a lot more for the people coming after us. Like they are more accepting. I gener generally feel they're more likely to call out BS and the more they call out things, the more um, the space will be more um, amenable to all peoples of all like different like shades. And finally, colorism, talking about colorism is not a crutch at all. Um, when you say it's a crutch, it's like gaslighting people or like making thing like all else being equal if you put all factors equal um age social socioeconomic status um everything else um color the person who's lighter will get ahead further so when we talk about colors and when we at least acknowledge it and say that it's true uh, we provide a nurturing environment for those who are experimenting yet get who, who are hit the most uh, so that that they feel more appreciated like i think about the little black girls like two, three, four, five, six, seven years old, like how they'll come up into the world and how, how it will shape their mindset. Um, so for me, at least for me, I'm doing it for them. And yeah, and for every story about a light-skinned girl who's being bullied, there's like 20, 30, 40, many more about dark-skinned women. And that's not to put down light-skinned women, but I just, it's like the only purpose those stories serve is to undermine dark-skinned women. That's dark-skinned women's stories. That's how I feel about it. And Yes, dark-skinned women will like swerve a dark-skinned man for the same reason a dark-skinned man will swerve a dark-skinned woman woman because it's internalized racism. We all have it. Dark skin, light skin, we all have it. And that's my full sum summation summary of everything. Thank you for listening to me. Thank you, thank you, Raina. Uh, definitely appreciate you. You said a mouthful, but there were some gems in there. Um, we appreciate you coming up. Um, you had a lot to say and all of it was interesting. And I agreed with um, the overall premise of your comments. So again, thank you. Don't be a stranger. Uh, if you haven't already done so, make sure to subscribe and come back and visit us. Awesome. Bye, yeah. everyone. Merry Christmas. Bye. Same to thank you. you. Have a good so one. Much. Merry Christmas. Um, shout out to Ty Breezy. Um, he says, my cousin is constantly called weak and soft by women for being light skinned. And he asked me what would happen if it was the other way around. Um, honey, I'm sure that would be a problem, but thank you so much, Ty Breezy. Shout out to the beautiful BAP for the super sticker. Thank you, Bap. Um, next, let's have Thanks, Golden go. Hey, so I just wanted to end by um, saying that I really just don't want a divide between Black women in general. Um, I do want the discussion to be open. And I wanted to thank you, ladies, for actually having this channel, because I feel like you provide um, the actual discussion without any uh, anything unnecessary or, you know, too rude coming through, letting everyone get their points across. Um, I wanted to backpedal a little bit on what Smarkitech said, just um, mainly it seems like there's certain channels uh, that 
try to claim as empowerment, but I do feel like that doesn't mean that you necessarily have to put other women down doing so. So when some people say that, like, it's a, a crutch, I think that's what they're referring to as far as if you're, if there's a channel that's gaining a certain amount of followers and a certain amount of numbers and maybe even donating, but it's like the reason they're donating or viewing is because their shared experiences it seems like it mainly has to do with relationships versus actual um, things such as jobs or what some of the men stated as far as the extremity of what the issues are. I think that's, it's kind of negative in a sense because it's like you're making money off of people's pain. And um, I think that it, it says a lot when those same channels aren't open for actual live discussions, only just making talking points. Um, let me see. Uh, I also wanted to say, I think that it's important for everyone to have uh, some type of self-worth and that not all attention is good attention either. Because uh, when we get into the topic of like someone getting put on TV or in the media, I think it does play a big deal about what type of part we're talking about. Like someone might be like, oh, I didn't get cho chosen to be on this music video, but at the same time, me personally, I want to see more black women respecting themselves and not shaking asses. And I don't care about what skin color it is. Um, yeah, I don't really have too much more to say other than I really do appreciate this channel and I wanna thank y'all for letting me on. Thank you, thank you, thank you. Um, we appreciate you coming up and uh, giving us your perspective on the topic. We love to um, hear from new people and get a fresh perspective. And um, like I told Raina, don't be a stranger. Please make sure you come back and visit and join the panel and um, join in on the discussions. Thank you, will do. Have a good thank one. Thank you so much. Good night. Good night and Merry Christmas if you celebrate. Um, shout out to Primetime VA with the shade. He said she can talk, LOL. Imagine being on a date with her. Well, if she was light-skinned, I don't think you guys should imagine. Exactly. One, two, <laughs> <laughs> um, shout out to L. Nixon. Um, he says, I don't ever recall any men I know ever talking about colorism issues. I have only heard it from women. We have other issues to discuss. Um, L. Nixon, thank you so much for the super chat, but we're women and we like to have repetitive conversations. It's our nature. Thank you so much for your super <laughs> chat, though. Thank you. Um, Brother Roger, long live the habitual line steppers. You know how we get down. Long live, Sister George, long live. What's going on, Conky Rose? How you doing? Hi, uh, hi. I just want to say uh, colorism matters to black women, and I get that. Don't really matter to black men. Uh, but it matters to black women because they want to be white women. How does colorism affect you outside of the Hollywood it seems? Now, I will grant you white folks that control Hollywood want to put light-skinned women in certain places. You have dark-skinned women, they want to put them in certain places. But if you, unless you're talking about what white-controlled Hollywood is doing, how does colorism really affect Black people as a whole? It is no real effect. If you got an issue with a Black person because they because they Black, I don't care whether they, they are dark-skinned or light-skinned. If you got an issue with a Black person because they Black in any skin tone, something wrong with you. 
So why why do why why should colorism be an issue amongst black people? Black women need to get off colorism because it just proves you want to be white women. When it comes down to black men, black men are allowed to have a choice. Black, black women have all types of preferences. Some men, some uh, black women prefer men with hair versus men without hair. Some uh, most black women prefer a man with money versus a man who's broke. You know what I'm saying? A lot of black women prefer a man who's tall versus a man who's short. Uh, some people prefer a man who's in shape versus a man who's not in shape. So if you get to make all these different choices about what you want, how dare a woman tell a black man he don't get to make a preference? You racist bastards. <laughs> At the end of it, that's all you've been when you're a black woman saying that because a black man is allowed a choice. He gets to have his preference. So if he prefers light skin or he prefers dark skin, that's his business at the end of the day. If colorism really matters to you, take it up with Hollywood. And then see, if you go to Hollywood, you could say, I'm not making a certain amount of money because of colorism, or I'm, I'm not getting casted in certain films because of colorism. You could say, you could talk all that stuff about that stuff that's controlled by white folks. But black women ain't trying to talk to no white people about colorism. So therefore, it don't matter at the end of the day. You can say all this stuff about how I was a child and some kids said you was pretty for a dark skinned girl. Guess what? Be a happy he at least called you pretty. He didn't owe you that. What? That's a backhand compliment. And, and he didn't owe you any compliment. He should have kept his mouth shut. He, to now, he could do whatever he, he could do whatever he wants because he got he has a right to have a choice and say whatever he wants to say. As and if you got a problem right with it, if you, it, 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 I'm not saying you don't, but the, what I'm saying is, who cares if you got a problem with his freedom of speech? Your freedom of speech is no more valid than his. So if he said you're pretty for a dark skinned girl, be at least be thankful he said you're pretty, because he could have just said you're ugly, baby. Listen, Point blank period. When it so, comes to my so, daughters, we don't have to no, be no, thankful no, for no, black, no. backhand compliments. You, you, you know what? Your daughters are your daughters. To us, they just kids. That's and that's true. that's the real How, world. To the look, to whatever little boy who said it, whatever little boy he said it, he wasn't looking through the prism of, of you as her mother. So then none of that matters to him. My so at the is, end of the I'm day, I'm gonna defend her honor when I'm having these conversations, and I'm gonna talk about it because that was my introduction to colorism from a child. Conky Rose, I'm not saying you don't have a right to talk about it. What I'm saying is, whoever that little boy was, he did not see your daughter. Through the eyes of you, he has a right to make any opinion he wants to form. Did. So, it, so there's nothing wrong with what he's saying. There and, absolutely and, is but, something wrong with what he's no, saying. He's no, perpetuating no, no, colorism. Hold on, no, 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 no. It's nothing wrong with what he's saying because to him, it's just a preference. He's a black man. Okay, well, he's going to be a black man when he when he grows up. Black men have a right to choices. They can prefer light skin if they want to. They can Absolutely. prefer dark skin if they want to. So for him, there is no issue. It's only an issue if somehow you're you're actually being punished or get or something's being kept away from you. Which means I can understand you talking about it with on a Hollywood scene. If you want to make a case that certain people don't get certain roles because of uh, of what's what Hollywood is trying to project, you got a valid argument. But having this argument with black men, there is no argument. A black man has a right to choice. Just that simple. That's all. I'm, that's what I'm saying at the end of the day. No, black men don't need to care how black women feel about it if he prefers a light-skinned woman. She don't. We don't need to care about that. So what if he does? 
I, I got a friend, he he definitely prefers light-skinned women. He still ended up marrying a dark-skinned woman. So what? Guess what? He had a preference. He had a choice. And you know what? He preferred light-skinned women all the way to the time it came down to marry somebody. When it came down to marrying somebody, he took somebody else because they were a better person than these other light-skinned women he dealt with. But at the end of the day, had he married the light-skinned women, he still got a right to a choice. So what black men feel about any black woman's color is absolutely fine. There is no problem. You can call it perpetuating colorism, but it don't make sense. It only makes sense if you're talking to people who's trying to keep something from you, which I can say, maybe you got to fight in Hollywood. But a fight to black men as if we don't get a right to choose what we like? Nah, ain't nobody trying to hit that. That's, that's silly. If you can prefer a tall guy, you can prefer a rich guy, you can prefer a certain type of hair, you can prefer a man that can dance versus a man who can't dance, a man who's good at math versus a man who's not good at math, you can prefer a thug, you can prefer all type of things. So to say a black man can't prefer a skin color is asinine. Simple as that. Y'all have a great night. Appreciate it. Thank well, you, all right, Roger. Roger um, okay, so I want to say that it is black men absolutely have, have a right to their preference, and I would I would never infringe upon that. Um, it is offensive to say to someone who didn't ask you for your opinion that they're pretty for a dark-skinned girl, that they're pretty for a fat girl, that they're pretty for a light-skinned girl, that they're pretty for a girl with freckles, just as it would be offensive for a white woman to walk up to your black baby and say, oh, she's pretty for a little Negro baby. That's offensive. <laughs> I don't care how you put it, how you spin it. Like nobody asked for your opinion. And it didn't work in his favor because you tried to give someone a backhanded compliment. And as a result, she dismissed you. So it didn't work out in your favor. You don't get to say offensive things to people in the in the um, name of, oh, um, it's okay to have a preference. It, it's absolutely okay to have a preference. But I didn't ask you about your preference and nor did I ask for you to insult me about my skin color. And, you know, we have to understand that there is a line that, you know, um, in regards to you having your preference and you being offensive to someone else by um, saying something negative to them that they didn't ask for. And that was my point. Um, I'm always going to defend my daughter's honor. She ain't pretty for a dark skinned girl. She's gorgeous for, you know, a period, you know, no, no, but about it. Um, nonetheless, I, um, it was very, very thankful for the people who joined us and joined in on this discussion tonight because some very interesting points were brought about. Yes. Um, there was like so much said that I, I almost can't keep up with all the good gems that were dropped. I'm definitely going to have to go back and listen to a portion of this stream because it was just full of good information. Um, nonetheless, I would mm -hmm. never tell a black man that he does not have the right to you know, choose, you know, make his choice to have a preference. We all have preferences. I, I prefer to date men that are taller than me, um, you know, and I, I don't see anything wrong with having a preference. That's the premise of the stream where maybe uh, she's just prettier than you, or maybe he finds her more attractive than you. And that's okay. Find somebody who, you know, is digging you, somebody who's feeling you. And that that's the overall.
overall point of um, the stream. But I do think that something was said as it relates to um, I, I I do some a point was made by Raina and uh, Black Wizard also touched on it. I do think that it's wrong to be dismissive of people's um, feelings as it relates to how they're impacted by colorism. You don't know the trauma that somebody might have undergone, and it might have been at the hands of their own loved ones. You don't know, you know what, and we can chalk it up to oh, they were kids and they were saying cruel things. There's stuff that stick with people from childhood that you know never goes away. Like a person shouldn't have to be made fun of or called crispy or called black and burnt and called ugly and you know should be um, made to feel that they're less than by their own family member or loved ones because they're dark skinned. And we should not be telling them that um, oh, just forget about it. Oh, you know you were uh, you know um, we should not be dismissive of their feelings regarding it. Um, as women, as Raina highlighted, you know, our physical appearance is our currency. So of course we're vested in, you know, this colorism conversation. Of course we don't want to be told that we're not good enough because we're too dark, that we're not attractive enough, that, you know, our currency isn't as high as a light-skinned woman because of something that is outside of our control, you know, the color of our skin. And she put it in a nice way, but I'm not going to mince words. I think that it's a form of self-hate to um, dismiss somebody, like for a, a dark, for black people to dismiss each other off of the color of their skin. It's one thing to have a preference, but to automatically feel as though all dark skinned people are unattractive or ugly or nappy head or African booty scratchers or whatever you may think of them, that's self-hate and it's disgusting and despicable to me. Um, enough with my rant and my lecture, because I can go on and on about this, because I just do think that it's, it's, it's downright wrong. That's not me saying that men don't have a right to their preference. You absolutely do. I would not date a man who does not date dark-skinned women. I wouldn't date a man who, if I sat down on our first date, he came out and said, oh, you're the first dark-skinned woman that I t uh, ever dated. I probably would shy away from dating him and moving on any further. I would probably probe, but um, I don't want to be an experiment for you. I want a man who, you know, sees beauty in the, the melanin in my skin. That that's That is a requirement for me. Um, but um, like I said, I'm going to shut up about it. Like, once again, just thank you to everybody who joined the conversation. I was so happy to see um, the new faces, the ladies who came up and joined us, came with some dynamite, came dropping gems. And I appreciate you, ladies. Please feel free to come back anytime. And thank you to the brothers for always showing up and showing out and supporting us and coming up and dialoguing. We appreciate y'all too. Um, thanks to everybody who super chatted and everybody in the chat. And I'm done. Hey, real quick, I want to ask. So a girl didn't date me when I was 21 because I didn't have a car. Is that carism? Yes. Oh, okay. I just wanted to ask. Okay. It sounds like right. broke niggaism, but <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> it's just doing me. You go fight me. I'm for the guy. Oh, scrub. Oh, hey, fuck y'all. Uh, <laughs> <okay. laughs> you know what? <laughs> I'm not dealing with y'all. <laughs> You're ridiculous. <laughs> Shout out to Babe. He says, pretty for a dark-skinned girl. Heard a guy say it. She was offended, told her he meant because of society, darker women don't get their due. Mm, okay. Well, sometimes context does make a difference. And 
you know, explaining that. But, you know, she was 14. She wasn't trying to hear that. And I don't blame her. Yes. Um, shout out to the Miss Jessica X. God damn it. Put some Thank respect you, on Jessica. <laughs> Thank you, Jess. Um, I thought this was a great show. Um, lots of fun, lots of new people, lots of Madam Bomb Logic Bomb Dropper Girl. Where you been? We ain't seen you in a minute. Good to see you. Right. Um, but uh this was a good show. I always, always, always enjoy it. Uh, a lot of good stuff came out of this conversation. Um, if you're not doing anything and you're looking for more interesting conversations like these. You can go over to Game Changers channel. Um, mm-hmm. Game Changer is live right now. So if you're not he's been lit anything, lately too, definitely go yes. check him out. Yes, so go see about GC. Other than that, thank you guys so much for coming through. Um, thank you guys for all the super chats. I don't think we got any cash apps today, but thank you so much for all the super chats. Thank you for everybody who came through on the panel. Love to see the new faces. Um, WAP is a gift, and if y'all oh could hear my, my son begging on this door, he's gonna get WAP somebody cursed is out. A gift, so <laughs> he's gonna be like, Mommy, what's WAP, and who are you giving? <laughs> I can't. Uh, <laughs> but thank you guys so much for coming through. Have a great, great holiday, and we'll see you guys on the next one. We're out. Peace out, black people.